Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Hey, hey. It is Tuesday. Yeah, it's hey, hey. Good morning. <laughs> and I believe it's nine already. I know. What? What? <laughs> what? No, what, it feels great. Uh, Look at the sun. It was today. a solstice yeah. yesterday. Better off today. No, that was Sunday. Out there. Yeah, I got to celebrate it yesterday. Oh, okay. I'm a day late. Yeah. It's a, you know, a holiday. Quite a, uh, quite a nip in the air this morning, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what is this? What is this? I had to put my... Uh, Seat warmer on because of being soft. Oh, look at you, seat warmers yeah. in the car. Look at you. Show yeah. I did that too. Seat warmers and I did the uh, steering wheel warmer. Steering wheel warmer. Steering wow. wheel warmer. Wow. Wow. It was 53 when I left my house this morning. That's and jelly. Every time I get a car with a seat uh, a seat heater, I got to say that slow because a lot of times I say heat yeah, seater. Like Toying costs. Uh, every single time, the driver's seat one shorts out, and I never, I never get oh, to really? use it for more than a season. Do you three, fart? Do you three, fart a lot in it? Three cars mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's that's my natural natural seat it'll, it'll How are you getting in and out, out of your car? It'll short out. You duke's a hazard in it in your car, yeah, like no, no, very gently. I, I don't know. I, very I, gently. I if I knew how it broke, I'd probably fix it. Huh. Maybe the tears are shortening it out when you <laughs> drive home from here every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It happens every time. Let's not discount that, Jeff. Mm, thank you. Passenger one works though. Yeah, it's going to be nice out today. Not too swampy. Huh? 81, yeah. I think, for the high. I think yesterday was the best day that we've had in years. Yeah. As far yeah. as years. Years. Phenomenal. Oh, I mean, we're, did, did you spend any time outside yesterday? I did, if, yeah. if you yeah. didn't, you're crazy because yeah. it was insane outside. Yeah, it was beautiful. I liked it a lot. A little overcast. Which is perfect. <laughs> I'll find the negative. I was yeah. gonna say you can't. I'll find the negative. It's like literally. I like watch this right here is go- like I'm looking out the window right now. This is gorgeous. I there listen to no, I every listen negative. negative guy, give me a positive. No negative right now. That is gorgeous. I listen to the guy on Channel Two, whatever the news, the weather guy is, say this has been one of the best summer days that we have had in years. In and Riz goes overcast. <laughs> I'm just saying where I was, it was all overcast. The air col- uh, air quality was was. Splendid! It was in the green, like way to the left. Huh. You never see that. No, you're right. Huh. It's nice out. Yes, for sure. I think it'll be better today. Maybe, maybe, huh? Eh? Hoping. But I read this this uh, this morning over in the uh, in the Riverfront Times. You know, there's some kind of scavenger hunt going on, or it's going to start. You can win ten grand. Is a nationwide thing? A no, thing? it's a St. Louis thing. Get out of here! Like a geocaching type. I, I don't know how to get the clues for this, but have you heard of the um, the Wildlife Command Center? Mm-mm. No, but that sounds. I've awesome. never even heard you, of this yeah. organization. That's the uh, come in the, command center. That's the place where they're like everybody who commands the wildlife. They kind of have everything in the center there. Stop Is that right? Well, somebody look this up. The Wildlife what, Command Center. I just what more do you need? <laughs> I don't think that's it, Jeff. I think I pretty much gave you a really good explanation. <laughs> you mean so Scott, all the wildlife people, there's a center they go yeah, to. Yeah, and they command things. Uh-huh. Okay, what am, what am I looking up? There's two of them. No, what is the Wildlife Command Center, St. Louis? There is, oh, it's, so just the one in St. Louis, because there's one, two, three, four, five, six of them. It's a Missouri. Total. Well, I guess it's a Missouri and Arkansas. Well, no. Missouri, Arkansas, and Nevada, Mexico, there's a whole bunch yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is in Imperial, Missouri. 
Well, they got this thing going uh, called the Cash Quest. And it starts on July 1st at 10.01 a.m. For the, and this, I'm reading from the RFT. For the scavengers, geocachers, or letterboxers, or just those who like money, a new mission is afoot. The Wildlife Command Center St. Louis will begin a new hunt for those seeking one, and it ends with a $10,000 grand prize. Whoa. So it's a nuisance wildlife management company. So they'll come in and get rats or bats or it's Pigeons. It's, a, it's, a, it's pest Nats. control, but, but for very large pests, I, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've never even heard of this organization. Is it a business? Yeah, it's a business. Technicians, certified animal removal professionals can remove wildlife animals using the latest technology and equipment humanely and as gently as possible. We're talking... Or is it like part of the Missouri Conservation Mm-mm. Department? Nothing to do with the state. No, it says... It doesn't seem as so. Yeah, it it says, says owner mm-hmm. underneath the uh, yes. the main guy. Snake, yeah. armadillo, beaver, coyote, groundhog, possum, pigeon, skunk, hog removal. That hog removal. So this is just... This is, <laughs> hey, this is just hey, a business... That's, no. Feral. Feral hog. <laughs> this is just a business that happened to get a pretty cool I'll name. I'll show you a hog removal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small yeah. business I sold to this guy. That, that makes removal. That makes much more sense. Well... And, and here's what they say. They got me as far as their uh, the little ad campaign then because it hooked me. Beginning July 1st at 10.01 a.m., the scavenger hunt will have 12 treasure chests hidden around the greater St. Louis area. The tiny chests look like little black boxes with a sticker on it that says Cash Quest and Wildlife Command Center detailed on it. The boxes may be placed in plastic bags to ensure they do not get wet. Each chest contains 100 bucks. Whoever finds the money gets to keep it. Hmm. Now, before you get too excited, team registration begins June 1st. Team registration ends uh, June 15th. Oh. Yep. See, but I don't understand Gone. what team registration means. You have well, to register I, I your team name yeah, to teams, even be eligible for it. You can have teams up to six <sighs> people. Well, um, what was this? Look on the RFT's website. Well, here's the this thing. Was, the, the, uh, the quest doesn't begin until July. That's why they're probably... But it was posted June 21st. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe, who, who knows? I mean, they still have a, a, a little thing here where you can submit a team. I, I, I listened to this guy's video as far as the rules go, and he doesn't say anything about registering. He just says if you find one of these old chests, which look like little Altoid tins. Oh, that's small, huh? Yeah, like little Altoid tins. And you got to take, like, if you find one, you got to take a selfie with it and then uh, open up, like, Google or Apple Maps. And take a, a screenshot of where you are. Mm-hmm. And then if you find all of these chests, you get ten grand. If anything, yeah. if it, it, there's ten chests altogether, um, you get to keep the hundred bucks if you find it. Well, that's pretty cool. Snapping a selfie with the tiny chest is a must in order to qualify for the competition. Be sure to get mm. the place. The treasure was found, and the selfie scavengers must also submit a screenshot of their Google or Apple Maps location to pinpoint where the treasure was found. If the challenge is proving difficult, Wildlife Command Center will be releasing 12 clue videos to help aid the search. The first clue will be released 12, uh, uh, 10.02 a.m. July 1st. So it says here that team registration began on the 1st and ended on the 15th. Teams limited to six people. Once a team is registered, cannot be altered in any way. Individuals can enter the game at any time. Okay, so you don't. Oh, okay. So if you're. If you're if you're on a team, because they're they're saying, and if I, I read one of the comments on the RFT website, they're saying that people like 
do this across the country. Like they have oh, scavenger hunt teams okay. that will come in. And so to prevent them from just coming in at any time and going, oh, we found every prize, they make them register. Like you got a team coming in from Nashville. Right. You had that just team to had do to this register. particular. So you can just walk on, basically. Cash quest. Yeah, but only solo style. Right, right. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the truly savvy scavenger who finds 10 of the chests will qualify to win the grand prize of 10 grand. If no one finds the 10 chests, a consolation prize drawing will be held. The team or individual with the most chests will, uh, will pull an envelope with a multiplier from 1 to 10 in it, multiplying their own winnings by whatever number is so, so essentially you find a raffle ticket. That's what it makes it sound like, right? Okay, because it's a like grand it. prize of $10,000. You essentially find a right. raffle ticket. If you yeah, find right. the 10 chests, you, you get the 10 grand. If you find all of them. Okay. So let's say you find nine. Well, it says, it say says here, if you find 10 of the 12, you will then be eligible to win the grand prize of $10,000. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, on the ten, official there's rules There's 10 chests. Ten, te 10 chests, according to the RFT article. Oh, this- 12 this, clues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This says here, if any individual or team finds or recovers 10 of the 12 hidden treasures, they will be eligible to win the grand prize of $10,000. Thing is a scam, and then it says in case of a tie, no. the winner will be for no. I think this is like like I said. I think no, this is a, cool, a business. It's a, it's a scavenger hunt. This is a business. business with a cool name that wanted to get their name out there. That said, hey, we're gonna do the scavenger hunt. You got me. Do you guys ever do scavenger hunt or something as a, yeah, as a teenager? Kid, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean like a, a citywide one. I, I no. One of my buddies was involved with one with his church or something like that, and this was like, oh, I don't know, had to be early teen years, but it was in, it was in cars. Uh, and it was fun, man. The, but but they, you know, they had they have you traipsing all over, all over town, yeah. doing different, uh, you know, different obstacles mm. and things. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I remember they when they started putting those St. Louis birthday oh, cakes. Yeah, that was a thing oh, around. Yeah. Like it was oh, to yeah. like go out and take a picture in front of them and two hundred fifty year thing. Whatever it was, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They put the yeah, they'll put those cakes. Mm -hmm. Out in front of places, which, by the way, are still out in front of some places, <laughs> and they look like the cake is melted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those uh, those 250 year birthday cakes have uh, seen better days in mm -hmm. some locations. <laughs> yeah, it's time to move that out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put the uh, the ash dash back in uh, yeah. back in the place, or just right on top of the piece of cake. <laughs> Could be the cake topper. <laughs> Uh, that was a popular thing. That was I mean, a popular a thing, and I know that was uh, like a scavenger hunt type of thing. Yeah. Where if you took your picture with a certain amount, you'd, you'd get something. But hey, listen, if you get one of these little chests, it's at least a hundred bucks. Better than a stick in the eye, as yeah, my mom would say. For sure, it's fun. Your kids do uh, any of the geocaching? Um, I think my son had expressed interest in it, but it went nowhere. Like we didn't really because he, he doesn't have a car. We didn't really do it. Um, he talked about it. You got to take him to the spots. I don't really know what it is. I mean, it's like a treasure hunt, but put on by anybody. It's like it's yeah. like a communal uh, treasure hunt type of thing. Is that are you looking for these boxes? Uh, I mean, I guess so. It just it it depends. Um, my my daughter does it. And we ran into a guy uh, down at the lake who was like, "Hey, if you do geocaching, you should check out the one entitled this." And like they have different names. And anybody can do it, and then you kind of just register it. Somewhere. Are these like organized in in any way? Or, Sometimes, or some creepster could just hide stuff in the woods. I'm finding it. Yeah, yeah. I and think... then when you find it, here I am. It's... And here's the treasure. And you go, it's... Oh, this is creepy. Yeah, it's a bit of both. Jeff would know more about the, the creepy. <laughs> Come find me in the woods hey, for a special prize. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. That's Jeff catching, is what that is. <laughs> I don't like this geocaching thing. Yeah, there is an explanation here. I know it's geocaching.com, actually. 
there's uh, some in the St. Louis area. Hey, what was the big? There was a, a big kind of treasure hunt. It was that author. Remember, people died trying yeah. to find it. Oh, to find the hidden treasure. To or find the, the hidden treasure, is. and there was clues in the book, and uh, you you know you had hundreds of people go out to really extreme locations. The secret, to, right? I, um, secret. No, wasn't it? It was something like that. Like it was a book that was called something that was. I forgot this particular author's uh, name. We've talked about it because the, there was somebody that died, I think, last year. Whoa. The Hatter's Hat gives clues to find hidden treasure and chests somewhere sudden, in the U.S. All of a sudden, it was found, and that was it. He had hid, like, gold coins, and, and it was like a legit treasure, treasure you would it says here, see uh, movie. inside of the treasure shift, there are rubies, sapphires, over 140 beautiful diamonds, silver, gold, rare collectible coins dating all the way back to the 3rd century Roman Empire, 24 karat gold plated Alice in Wonderland charm bracelet, and more. In everything, uh, in total, everything may be worth somewhere between ten to $25,000. 25000 for all that? Mm-hmm. Rubies? Yeah. And, and, that it says ten dollars to $25,000. What was the guy's name? What was the author's um, name? Spada. Uh, Daniel Jacobson. No, I don't think that's the one we're talking about. It says, about. somewhere in the U.S., a treasure chest lies hidden. You could find it by looking at his newly released book, The Hatter's Hat, Lost Tales of Wonderland. Jacobson penned the fan children's fantasy story, blah, 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 and he has included a treasure chest or a treasure hunt inside of the now, book. I'm talking about Forrest Fenn is the guy's name. Forrest Fenn, known for his 2010 book, Thrill the Chase, which inspired a popular treasure hunt in the Rocky Mountains. He wound up dying, I think, uh, uh, last year. But there were people, Forrest Fenn's the guy's name. There were people going after this treasure. Look up that guy and that guy's treasure. And he someone, enticed thousands with, uh, with treasure hunt. And someone did find it. Somebody did find it, I think, or last at least year they or the year said before. That. Or at least they said because people were getting themselves into dangerous situations and dying. Wow. We had over $1,000 worth of coupons. <laughs> yeah, it was all 5% off coupons yeah, at Bed Bath & Beyond. Really cool treasure. Oh, he lived to 90. Damn. Yeah. For a little more than a decade, hundreds of thousands of people searched for a box of gold, jewelry, and rare coins hidden by an eccentric art dealer, Forrest Fenn. In 2020, Fenn simply announced the treasure had been found, yet gave no details about its location or finder. Yeah, the book was The Thrill of the Chase. And he teased the treasure's location in this memoir. In particular, a 24-line poem was used as the only information needed to discover the box left unburied in the Rocky Mountains. Scores of treasure seekers would scour his book, television interviews, and other materials for added meaning to those clues. Five deaths are attributed to the search. From there, online forums and YouTube channels would grow and change over time with new theories, field reports, and finger pointing. Wait, did, did you say what was inside of it? He was an art dealer. I said rare coins and... This has 265 jewelry. gold coins and hundreds of small gold nuggets. Dang. They, had, they, had, they found the guy who found it. And, and what happened? Uh, I'm reading the article. They had an interview with he him. Said, but he said... Leave me alone, please. <laughs> no, he apparently went. To, he apparently went to the author after he found it. He said, "Hey, man, like I want to remain anonymous." And the author was like, "That's cool." And then when the guy died, people started looking into it. And this guy said that like people were reaching out to him asking if they found it because they they like looked at his previous Google history and all kinds of crazy stuff. And eventually, he said he came out because he had to. 
Wow. Some dude named John Stoof or something. Well, because people thought it was a hoax yeah. that he found it because, uh, p- again, people were dying trying to find this treasure. Oh, so they asked him to to come come forward so people would knock it off. Because they announced they had found it. He said, and people fa- like, nah, BS, it's still out there, and people were still looking for it. This is what cracks me up. Is he, This is the guy that found it said, f- as far as Fenn, he said he didn't want it seen, he didn't want it turned into a tourist attraction. We thought it was very, uh, it was not appropriate for that to happen. He was willing to go to great lengths, very great lengths, to avoid ever having to tell the location. Mm. Then, wh- then why do it? For the gold, for the riches, for the, gold. Mm-hmm. For the thrill of the hunt. Maybe he's one of those guys that had accumulated a lot of wealth and didn't want to give it, or didn't have kids to give it to, or didn't want to give it to his kids. Or something. he's trying to hide it from an ex-wife. Yeah. 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 But you know what I'm a, saying? Maybe, here. maybe he was just like, I don't want to give this to somebody. I want to kind of give it to fate. And he, he said, that. so far, ownership of the chest has not made Stu for rich man. He has not sold it. He has not even had it appraised. But the expected windfalls allowed him to quit worrying about repaying any of his student loans for medical school. Okay, do you accept gold coins? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a nugget? <laughs> <laughs> An unappraised gold nugget I, I found would, in the I Rocky Mountains. out of the ground. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. So this guy found it? Yeah. Took it, and then he has sworn... He had an agreement with Fenn that they would never tell where it was actually uh, buried. I, listen, I think that's pretty cool. I think the legend of it is pretty awesome. Yeah. Heck it yeah. says here, with the chest located, one part of the treasure hunt is now finished. The chase, the part that uh, obsessed everybody and pushed them to places that maybe they shouldn't have even been, but the story is not ended because still people do not know the exact location. So, And now he hasn't even told anybody what's inside the box. Well, I think, it's, I, I think another what's theory the is box? this Forrest Fenn guy wrote this book. Perpetuated this legend, perpetuated this whole treasure hunt thing just to, to sell, sell books, books. Yeah. and just to f with people. <laughs> Watch me make people go crazy for hidden treasure. Yeah. Watch this. I'll do it. It's there's, a social experiment. There's something pretty amazing and connecting when you find something. You guys ever find um, arrowheads or yeah, or arrowheads back any of that kind of stuff? Sure. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. it is. It's an amazing. It's an amazing feeling when you find that, and then you try to like start to understand the history of that particular place and where could what this have come from. Was it last week? Somebody found like a big, a big diamond in that Arkansas park where the diamond, uh, oh, diamond di- park there. Cra- di- diamond crater. Is that oh, what's, really? What's it called? Uh, yeah, there's this park in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah and you can go. You yeah. pay ten bucks or whatever, and whatever and so, you find. Yeah, most keep. most people find like. Pennies and dimes worth of right, but tiny, on, tiny well, diamonds. On average, five thousand dollar diamonds. Yeah, on yeah. average, one one guy a year, one one person yeah. a year, finds something pretty valuable. Uh, I don't know if this was with this radio station and Jeff. You might have a better memory. Crater but, of Diamond State Park. But uh, at, at one point, when the Rams first came to town, and it might have actually been when it was the Super Bowl Rams. Uh, they had some radio station would put out clues on where to find a football. And on the football, there was tape tickets to a playoff mm. game. And I'll never forget one of the guys that worked at the old company said that they were there with the football in their hands. And they said, out of nowhere, they looked up and they saw a mob of people sprinting towards oh, them man. in the direction that they were. Because it wasn't like a, all right, guys, you got to go here, and then we're <laughs> going to draw a ticket. It was the first person to find the oh, football with the tickets yeah, gets them. Yeah. And they said they, well. had, they said they <laughs> had the tickets in the football in their hand with the tickets taped to it, and they said as they saw this crowd of people in Forest Park <laughs> running towards them, they threw the football and ran. <laughs> <laughs> we did a scavenger hunt wow. for, for Greek fire tickets once, and it, it's, it's a lot of fun, like, putting the clues together and hiding the tickets. Man, we were so close to doing a bit. A couple of years ago, where we're going to do a blow-up doll and put tickets 
Yeah. And <laughs> uh, do a blow-up doll with helium. And That's hilarious. Yeah. And th there was another time, and this was... This was Somebody a, said no. This was the old show. Remember those when those Zuzu pets were big? Oh, yeah. We were going to take those to balloons and just let them go. Yeah. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. And then just say, hey, we let one go downtown. Yeah, they didn't want to cause like a like a riot. I can go mass, even further back than that and show my age. The morning show that I used to do, I don't know if I told you I did the morning show on the point here years ago, mm -hmm. way back. Is that when you worked at McSweezy's? Yep. No, it was here in St. Louis, and we remember when the uh, <laughs> Tickle Me Elmos were the big yeah. uh, Christmas oh, yeah, present. Right, 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 right. We got Just a hold of one of those, those uh, courtesy of my friend Andrew, who's now, who's now a police officer, and he was working at the old Venture in uh, Kirkwood, yeah, and he uh, secured something. one of those, and we uh, we at attached it to a balloon and just let it go. <laughs> wow. Just What's the payoff? I don't really know at this point. At that point, it was the person who found it called in. And, oh, they did. And, somebody yeah, did find it and yeah, call in. Yeah, because without the payoff, you just let it go. Right, it could land yeah. in a in and that's okay. Lake. We who were knows? just being we were just being real generous and just said, let's just let her go and see what happens. But luckily, somebody in somebody in, in a yard uh, found it. Uh, this guy from Washington cool. State found a two-carat diamond during his third day hunting for the precious stones at Crater of Diamond State Park in Arkansas, Murfreesboro. Oh, two-carat diamond. Uh, let me see here. Dang. Oh, this guy could afford a razor because he needs to shave. This guy, but I do, I do like the the people scavenger hunts. Not even necessarily for like an item, but like you know, you go on the air, and I've I've seen this done. Are you in, talking in, about people hunting? No, I've yeah, seen this done, done in radio stations. Illegal in the a, states. Yeah, everybody calls me creepy. <laughs> So I've seen this done at radio stations across the country. Like, Moon would be broadcasting and go, all right, I'm at a place where you can get really delicious treats and maybe even meet the lead singer of a very famous local band. And obviously it would be Steve's Hot Dogs. Sure. So people would go to Moon and they would meet Moon. And then when they get there, Moon would tell them, well, you can go find Jeff. And Jeff is blah, 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 blah. And then give him a clue. That's and then people fun. would go to Jeff. Jeff That's would give awesome. a clue to find Scott. And then it'd go. And then the end would be they go to wherever you are. And as people get there, they get a raffle ticket. The first 105 people get a chance to win tickets for a year. Yeah, I've, I've had somebody run up to me. I guess some of these fraternities or sororities do these scavenger hunts as part of whatever. Whatever fraternity events, or whatever, and you know, somebody asked me, "Hey, can I take a video of you hopping on one foot?" Because that's part of the yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's, that's part. Get somebody to hop on one foot. That's what I was talking about back back in the day. We that's did fun. all sorts of stuff like that. It was like church, church scavenger. Yeah, yeah that's fun, dude. It's way fun, and especially when the business gets involved, and you'll go to a McDonald's and they'll have you know you have to ask someone something, and then they're like, "Oh, here you go." And they're all excited to help, you know, and play along with it. It's really fun. Yeah. Well, some of the fraternity ones are, are filthy, though. You want me to stick this where? And you want to take a video of it? I don't think so. What kind of church is, is that this? Balsa one? <laughs> I said fraternity. Oh. <laughs> and not a church I want to go to. Uh, I think this is a cool story. Uh, something good for a change. You ever been at a bar and seen uh, a real creepster guy just firing on women? And clearly it's clearly it's not working and the women around are getting creeped out and some wind up just getting up and leaving. Yes. We've all been in situations like mm -hmm. that. So a bartender in Florida helped two women being hit on by this 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 creepster. Uh, the bartender helped out in a really subtle way. And this is why I think it's cool. This is from uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. It happened last week. So a one a woman named Trinity shared how this bartender helped her and her friend. So when this creepster's firing on this woman, I'd love to know some of these pickup lines. This guy's working. Usually those types of guys have none. Like no game whatsoever? Right, because at least a pickup line would would 
get a laugh or maybe even a, oh, thank you. But those types of guys are like, hey, what's up? Or they just won't leave. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Can I buy you a drink? What's your name? Uh, what do you do for a living? Yeah. Oh, that's good. And then she's like, I'm I'm just meeting some girls here. Mm-hmm. And then she turns and he goes, that's cool. I'll keep you company until they get here. Yeah. yeah. yeah man. Nobody likes I, to drink I'm, alone. You know, maybe it's Am like I that. Right? Maybe it was like that. Yeah, he because, just because I leave think these two alone. I think if somebody like if somebody sits down next to to a female and like starts with the pickup lines and everything, they can at least laugh that off and then go. But if you're creepy, and the creepy is the not getting the hint, the creepy is the well, hey, I mean, like, um, what do you, what kind of music do you like? And they're like, I don't listen to music. They're like, nothing at all. Like you don't even like uh, pop music. Like, get away, man. I think a good bartender not only mixes a good drink. But is aware of everything that's going on in the bar. Absolutely. You got eyes in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Not only are you, are you, are you mixing up some uh, some uh, some Jager bombs, <laughs> <laughs> but you're also you're observing what's happening. You're keeping your patrons safe too. Yeah, they're the eyes on the floor. The manager's okay. usually running around going to specific tables, specific areas, checking the kitchen, checking the guests. The bartender is, this guy, need, you, you immediately go, this guy's going to be a problem. Let's right. just I mean, kind of keep our eye on this guy. Security may be at the door, and every once in a while, they'll, they'll you know, sweep through the place. Mm-hmm. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. That's, that's a bartender? That's from Roadhouse. Okay. Dalton. But that's security. Uh-huh. Talking bartender. I hear you. Which is part of security, yep. I think. Right. Yep. Right. So this creepster's firing on these uh, firing on these women. Bartender picks up that vibe, like, hey, these women do not want this guy near them. So he hands this woman, Trinity, a note that looked like a receipt. So it's on like a mini clipboard, mm-hmm. as if somebody's going to hand you the receipt. Yeah, like sign this. Sign this. Yeah. On the clipboard is a handwritten note. It says, if this guy's bothering you, put your ponytail on your other shoulder. And I will have him removed. He's given me the creeps. Man. So that's the signal. It's great. Put your ponytail out of the other side of your that shoulder. That is so cool. So smart. So smart. You've so used, subtle. You've used that for a while, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was the thing that was going around about the, uh, the drink? It was a particular name of a drink or something like that? Oh, yeah, you could order some random drink. And oh, that's a sign? Yeah, they yeah. were trying to popularize, or, and maybe they did, not to me, obviously, but uh, they were trying to popularize a name of a drink. A Angel King. Shot. Yeah, and if you go up and... and oh, and, I thought and, it was vodka soda. Thank mm, God. No. It says here, uh, a restaurant in Florida put a special safe word drink on their menu. If Rum guests in their establishment feel unsafe or need help, they can order an Angel Shot from their server or bartender. If the guests order that shot, a bartender will escort them to their car. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've and also heard some bartenders idea. you will they'll put like iced tea or something in a, a uh you know in one of the whiskey bottles or something like that and you'll let them know that someone's being weird and if they buy you a drink to that's the whiskey you want so they'll pour you the tea and they'll send that to you instead of something else. Hmm. Why would why would you need that? In I case don't... someone's being weird and they're trying to like slip something in your drink or I don't know like uh or just trying to get you loaded and you don't want to get drunk and all this so they will Help you out with that? That's like a known thing? I think so. Mm-hmm. I've heard that a lot. I don't know. We may have talked about that angel shot thing. The, yeah, we, I think we, yeah, I think we, we did. did. They were trying to popularize it. They were trying, yeah, because that bar. Never took off, huh? No. Well, uh, but who maybe, knows? Maybe it did. Maybe they are down there. But, and I'm sure there's probably different things all over. Yeah. Like, well, I know, we need to have a uniform thing or else nobody's going to know. Well, well everyone will. If you look at the, the bad menu, guys, no. Let me see your menu. 
you know, and it probably says like, hey, if you need assistance and you need the attention of a manager, order this shot. Although if you're going into a random bar, how many times are you asking for a menu? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like we need to have a universal. I mean, there's way, there's ways that you can get around absolutely everything. Uh, we need to have a universal signal. Like not everybody's going to notice the ponytail on the other side. What if I don't have a ponytail? Hmm. Boy, that angel shot is a good idea. It is right. It's That's a, good a great name. idea. Yeah, and a great name too. Well, uh, this Trinity woman at this bar in St. Petersburg wound up putting the ponytail on the other side, and the bartender in a Hawaiian shirt, by the way. Yelled at this guy, you need to get the F away from these girls who are clearly not interested. Uh, and then they threw him out. Wow. And Trinity posted what happened on Twitter, uh, including a picture of the bartender handing her the note. And more than 200,000 people liked the tweet. And as far as the creep got kicked out, according to the bartender, he came back a couple days later and the bartender refused to serve him. We don't like your kind around here. <laughs> That's a good bartender. To That's know. a good bartender, and mm -hmm. I applaud that. Yep. That's looking out for your customers. Next cool. time I'm in St. Petersburg, yep. <laughs> you know, going there. <laughs> hey, man, thanks. Thank you. I just want to say thank you, no, man. That was a very thank positive you very story. Much. Yeah, very. And then he got something like this. <laughs> right. Listen, this is, I think this is awful in, in, in a number of ways. And this is from the MI, the A-hole forum on Reddit. And this is a woman posting about her fiancé. And her fiancé who's got a baby with his ex. Okay. Okay, so when it, comes to, when it comes to picking a name for your kid, when the kid is born, it can be pretty hard to find something that you both agree on. Sometimes it's, sometimes, you know, it's, it's fine. Other times it could be contentious. Mm -hmm. And then you, what do you wind up doing? You wind up compromising on something. Now, my wife and I didn't have a particularly hard time picking out the names. But, I mean, there was some back and forth. There were some lists. Made some lists. Yep. And I don't know if you remember before my son was born, everybody was asking, you know, what, what's a good name going to be? And I said, none of your business. Rizzuto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because man, all one word. You know, man, when you pick a name out, oh, everybody's gonna judge you. Love the, mm -hmm. love the initial everybody's reaction. Gonna, everybody's gonna have their opinions. We're gonna name him Larry, and the first thing he goes, hmm. <laughs> oh, that's hmm. nice. Oh man. That's you know, nice. whatever the name is, I'm not picking on the name Larry. I'm just saying whatever name is vague. I, I told you the best, the best story that happened in our family is. Uh, <laughs> You know, there's a couple, couple of us are adopted. And when my cousin was adopted, my aunt was over the moon, man, and calling everybody and said, hey, we just adopted him, and his name is blah, blah. And uh, one of the relatives said, oh, they won't let you change it? Oh, no. That's what we picked, man. Oh, no. Why would you even did. say that? I know. Because oh, I so never good. forgot that. Mm. <laughs> so this woman on the Reddit forum said that our fiancé and his ex-girlfriend have a kid together. They could not agree on a name for the daughter, so they call the kid something different each. No what? way. Oh, yeah. So so my dad calls me Tony, but my mom calls me Mike. Right? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and here's, here is, here's <laughs> what she says, and this is a quote from the Reddit thread. 
My fiance has a daughter from a previous relationship. It was a very hostile one. And by the time his ex got pregnant, they were very much on the rocks. She named the child without my fiance's input, naming her after her grandmother herself and mother using her last name. So the kid has the mom's last name. My fiancé was furious about this and wanted their child to have his last name and be named after his grandmother and a name he particularly liked. These aren't the names, but uh, think the difference between Sarah Catherine Jones and Samantha Elizabeth Smith. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's an entirely new name. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's Man. not like, hey, your name's going to be uh, Anthony John. Mom's calling you Anthony. Dad's calling you John. It is the two completely different. So at mom's house, you're Sarah Catherine Jones. At dad's house, you're Samantha Elizabeth Smith. That is oh, ridiculous. And if you believe that yeah. a name sort of sets you on a determined path or, you know, has an effect, yeah. that that's, uh, that's interesting. Now, I guess they went to court and he won the first fight in, in the last name. So oh, he wound up getting the last name of the kid. I can't, I can't but believe But not it. anything else. So the kid is now almost three years old, and her parents have split their time with the girl 50-50. Apparently, the fight for custody of the kid was pretty hard fought. I mean, that's a real... To avoid going back to court to settle their issues, they decided that the little girl would have one name while at the mom's house and another while at the dad's. That's a real power ridiculous. game. I mean, you know, a lot of times when, when, when people divorce or, or, oh, or, this or is, oh. break up or split up, you know, there's like, there's like all these power games. Oh, this is using the kid as a pawn in, oh, absolutely. in your fight. Uh, yeah. Kids are already going to be, or I shouldn't say going to be, very possibly messed up from everything that's going on. Now what you call them is going to mess them up too. Oh, yeah. And then eventually this kid's going to go, you know what? When I turn 18, this is what we're calling me. Right? You know, you know, so I can change the you know, name, you know, I'm going to do this. Don't, don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have screwed me up for 18 years. Yeah. So here's, here's the yeah. woman's question. The woman's question in the post. Man. So remember, it's, it's in the am I the a-hole mm-hmm. section of Reddit. She says she thinks it's ridiculous. Yes, it is. <laughs> Check. You're right. Uh, the, the, the dad's family says it's not fair. The father had zero say in his own child's name. Okay, fair point. Fair point. Mm-hmm. And that it's not much different than people who have a, a street name and a government name. Yeah, those are adults, first of all. <laughs> and usually that's by choice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Her question is, am I the a-hole if I continue yes. to only call her by her mom's house name and don't support? So I guess the mom's house name is probably the legal name. And the dad calls her whatever other name. And the fiance is with the dad. I don't even want to get my opinion involved. Prefer <laughs> <laughs> being dragged into court. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, I, I just, I just don't know what could be right here. This is all wrong. It's all wrong. It's, it's so from I, start I, to this finish. This is all wrong. I, I don't want to have anybody's back. This is crazy. This is crazy yeah. talk. And the fact that these two people are raising a child. Yeah, is they're allowed nuts. to have children. Man, best and, of luck to you. Thoughts and prayers for your child. I mean, oh. I, 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 the the. Uh, the majority of the people who've who've commented on this post are saying the fiance, the dad, is a petty piece of garbage. Like you can't, for the sake of your kid, just fine. I right. got the last name. 
Okay. Um, but they're both equally petty. Is he the more petty one because he lost in court? Because a decision had been made. A decision a had party? been made. You got the last name. You went before a judge. It was already a very contentious court the, battle. Yeah, the fact that it has to go to there is just mm -hmm. e equally petty on both parts. And the judge ruled, okay, father gets last name, mother who gave birth to the kid gets the first name. I Fine. Yeah, run I with think it. that's a pretty fair ruling. Yeah, run with it. Fine. Yeah, yeah and both. That's the modern version of cutting a kid in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, name, yeah. You have the last name. Yeah. You're right. In this circumstance, though, both are like either name that they would have gone with or fairly similar meanings and... They're both biblical names, so you could just be satisfied like, well, hey, well, we don't a good know. name. Uh, are they biblical names? I don't know. They, yeah. they, they, they were examples here. These were examples. Oh, the, okay, okay. She said uh, these aren't the names, but the differences between wow. Sarah Catherine Jones and Samantha Elizabeth Smith. One of, oh, my, okay, uh, okay. one of my daughter's middle names. Um, I had one that I thought was wonderful, and I was sticking to it. And she had one that she thought was wonderful, and she was sticking to it. And up until the kid was born, we had not, nobody had won on the middle name. Mm. Kid was born. Got to fill out something. Put names in a hat. I pulled. That's how we went. That's how we did it. Her middle so name. Romantic. Her middle name is from a hat pull <laughs> of the two names mm. that Her middle that name is X-XL. But, well, but I'm saying that that was the agreement. It, you know what I mean? She was, sure. she was laying there in the bed. The, the, the kid was over here, now born. And it was like, we have to make a decision. Yeah. You just go with it. And I lost, and I went with it. Well, and and it was easier for us because in the Jewish tradition, which you know raising the kids Jewish, uh, you name the kid after um, a deceased relative, like mm -hmm. the first initial of the deceased relative. So uh, uh, there was a, a my wife's side a Barry that died. So you know the boy got boy, and there was uh, Gary uh, okay. that died. So the girl got girl. Okay, <laughs> I was almost, I was almost convinced we were going to get a real story there. <laughs> There's Jeff. There's Jeff. Catch and release. I was sitting here waiting for Catch it. And that's how we came up with one. girl and boy. Right. It was Gary and Barry. Again, very romantic. <laughs> very nice. Gary and Barry. Yeah, the Gibbs. The Gibbs. The Gibb kids. Uh, I had a name picked out for my oldest and then a, a close friend, especially at the time, got a, a black lab and named his, his dog Maggie. Maggie. Went, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. great. Thanks. Not going to use Maggie now. <laughs> you should have, though. That's, I know. That's it was ridiculous. Just, it was more funny at the time, but I was just like, eh. My, one, one of my very close cousins has a dog, had a dog that my son, uh, his name is not named after the dog, but. Sure. Yeah. I met a couple out at Al Foster yesterday. We were talking, and our dogs were talking. I said, oh, what's your dog's name? They said, Abby. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's, no, see, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, it takes, so, so weird. It takes the shine <laughs> off that name a little bit. Yeah, I know a guy who, from high school, talked about how he's going to have uh, one kid, maybe two, but he had a girl's name and a boy's name in high school. Like He was like, these are the names. They're very, out. They're very original. Like I mean, nobody names their kid this. It's going to be so awesome. And he talked about it for decades. We hit our 30s. One of our friends has a kid, steals his name, and I'm not kidding. He's like, I'm just not going to have kids. I'm not doing oh, it. Oh, that's it. Turn them off to wow. kids? Oh, he was so bummed. Oh, and, and and he now has a vasectomy and no kids. That's it, huh? I'm, and, uh. I'm not, and I'm not kidding. I think that actually played a little bit of a role. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, really do, I really do think it did. So I think it crushed wow. him. It crushed him. To the him. extent of, like, wow. I'm not going to procreate. <laughs> it crushed that's him, crazy. guys. You know, like my, you know, I want my uh, my name to, to live on my... Legacy. My legacy. Family lineage. And that's it, huh? Somebody stole the name and that was so, it. So, I mean, full-blown stole it. Well, they could be two Thatchers. 
Uh, it wasn't Thatcher. <laughs> Thatcher the second. <laughs> and I can't say the name because it's quite obvious. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like Tim or anything. You know? Right. It's it's a, it's a unique name. Like yeah. Grover. Well, that is pretty rotten. <laughs> yeah, it was. Say Rover yeah, it was or Grover. I don't Grover. Know. Grover. I do know yeah. a Grover actually, oh. not the from Sesame Street. Oh, you know another one? You know a yeah. guy whose first name is Grover? I don't know. That's what he calls him. It's a record. Uh. <laughs> it could possibly be his first name. I don't know. Grover. Grover. Maybe it's his last time. I don't know. Everybody just calls him Grover. <laughs> Maybe it's his last name. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, before we get to the... Uh, That's a cool name, actually. Now Grover? That, now that I've heard it a few times, Grover. Yeah. Grover. He groves on you. Did you say groves on you? Mm -hmm. No, come on, man. man we were doing Scott so well. Grover. Dude, Damn we it, Scott. Six o'clock hours. We were doing oh, great. Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go around the horn before we do the uh, teamers. Remember that. Okay. Ask me a name that starts with G. Let's do this. Around the horn, Grover. Yes. <laughs> First thing that pops in your mind, okay? Oh, okay. You that, jerks. That kind of. Here we go. We'll start with uh, Jeff. Okay. Jeff. Yo. A romantic gesture that starts with the letter R. Reach. Um, let's <laughs> oh, see. Stop it. Reaching for flowers. <laughs> 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 Ooh, man. Ooh. <sighs> Sorry. I thought you may have gone another place with that. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, you, you yeah, started yeah. to, and there right. was another place and you could have gone to. Right there. Yeah. What's another romantic gesture that starts with an R? Roses. Yeah. Boom. Rubbing your shoulders. Yes. Resort. Mm. Resort, yes. Retreat. Relaxing Re massage. Rever. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Moon, a cartoon character that starts with the letter N. Oh man. Um Oh my gosh. It's uh Nala. Is that Lion King? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. Lion King okay. girlfriend. What's another N? I thought the uh, Nesquik rabbit. Did that work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did that work? <laughs> I I'm I mean I'm racking my brain. I can't think of another N cartoon. Really good right now. Um I guarantee you here. Yeah. Drop off some chocolate. Was there a Nightwing duck? Oh, no. That Dark was Dark, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing, damn. Darkwing Duck. Nemo! Nemo. Yeah, Nemo. Good. Thank you. Oh, Newt there's a Newton? lot here. Newton, or what's his, uh, ne uh, Neptune. So there's Napoleon from the Aristocrats, Nerissa from Enchanted, yeah. uh, Nemo, yeah. uh, Nigel from Finding Nemo, and there's a bunch from... Any, like, Looney Tunes? Or, no. Uh... Nanny from whatever that is. Oh, that's the, the, the grandma from the Tweety Bird stuff. Yes, you are correct. Nala's on there. Nemo's on there. Mm. How did you connect that? Oh, what's uh, what's the, what's the, there's just a picture of her. I don't know her name. The woman from uh, Lilo and Stitch, the older sister. What's her name? Never uh, saw the it. older sister. Nancy? Nah. It's not Nancy. It's a, it's a Hawaiian name. It right? is mm. Nani. Okay. Nani. Which is Hawaiian for Nancy. <laughs> King Scott, something you'd use in art class that starts with a J. A jigsaw puzzle. Because you probably glued onto some kind of you collage. Know, okay. Mix, yeah. You could have just had a jigsaw, yeah, like jigsaw. cutting up wood. That's how oh, yeah. you can stop yeah. jigsaw. Tony, a movie you love that starts with an M. Um, Mast and Furious. Miracle. <laughs> oh, Miracle. Okay. Uh, I don't know why, but I thought of Manchurian Kings. Men in tights. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. 
Jeff, a celebrity you could take in a fight that starts with a T. <laughs> I got one immediately. T. Celebrity. They could fight. <sighs> Steven Tyler. So Tyler. You think you could take Steven Tyler? Yeah, heck yeah. He's like 85. See, I said Tony Bennett. I could totally take him. I could totally. <laughs> Same he's in his sense. 90s. I thought Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in trouble with yeah, mine. I thought of wanna... Terry Crews. You're in big time trouble. I can't think. I can't. I cannot. I'm trying my hardest to picture Tom Hanks throwing a punch, and I just can't. Yeah, but could you imagine throwing a punch at Tom Hanks? It's, it's not. It's not. You know. Do, you would you, you feel bad about him? it? Mm. Yeah. You think it'd take Tom Hanks? Guess what? He's you're pretty good shape. Guess what? You're taking Tony Bennett, and then you're disappearing. Goodbye. Huh? You may, I mean, you may no... kick the crap out of Tony Bennett. Uh, you don't think Tony Bennett's got mob connections? You're going to sleep. <laughs> He's an old man. You are, going, you are being relocated. You just connected That's fine. Tony Bennett to the mob right here? You don't I... think Tom Hanks has people? I bet you Tom Hanks has more people than Tony Bennett. Yeah, nobody's uh, going to say Tom Cruise, I bet, are they? Uh, I'm not getting involved in any of this. If, you, if you're throwing punches at Tony Bennett... I think all of a sudden Riz goes on vacation for a long time. <laughs> yeah, Tony Bennett's an old time. man. He's, he's not connected anymore. All right. Um, oh, who's boy. next? Oh, wow. Boy. Okay. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. You today. Washing my I'm hands of that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Riz is now questioning the mob. Moon wasn't on the show on Tuesday. Moon, something, <laughs> Moon, something in the produce section that starts with a G. <laughs> Grapes. Yep. Nice. Uh -huh. Or grapefruit. Yeah. Or grapefruit. King Scott, a non-threatening ailment that starts with an E. Electric shock? <laughs> wow. That's, that's not an ailment. That's a wrong answer. <laughs> wrong answer on that Whoa, one. Whoa, somebody got wrong answer. That on is a case. completely wrong answer. How about an earache? How about, okay, erectile, how about erectile dysfunction? Wait, what was well, that's a bone killer, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Really is. Not, you said non-life-threatening. Non-life-threatening disease. It oh, starts with an E. Non-life-threatening. You could have electric shock. Your brain could have electric <laughs> issues going nah, on. Nah, it's, it's just, that's, yeah. Let's try to pick something else. <laughs> I'm going to stick with that one. That is correct now that I thought about it. The brain with now the electric. Now that I thought about it. The brain with the electric. How's that an ailment? Yeah. How's that an ailment? Hang on, let me write that down. Yeah, that's the title. Uh, the brain with the electric. It is a reason to call out to work. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, call out sick with, with that. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I have an electrical Hello, I, storm hang in my on, brain. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're calling me? You're calling me? Oh, hey, Scott, what's happening? Hey, man, uh, I'm having an electrical storm in my brain. I'm going to have to take the day off. Huh. Yeah. You know, the brain uh, was the electric. electrical storm? Yeah, electrical storm. Is, okay. Yeah. Hey, when you come back in. You're fired. Oh, and in case your man. ears are f get the f out. <laughs> so it would of, work. So what kind of phone call is that, too? Did you have your fingers up to your ears like I did? <laughs> I was going to say, you yeah, both did. Like, yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, thanks for really selling into the character. Appreciate it. Uh, Tony, a TV show that you've seen every episode of that starts with an R. Uh, oh, that's, a, that's a tough one. I don't even think Jeff's, Jeff's trying to mouth. Uh, no, I haven't seen all of Roseanne, though. Uh -huh. I'm not going to lie. Okay. A TV show Real World. Seen? Oh, you've seen every episode oh, of The Real World? Probably. Wow, wow, <laughs> there's yeah. like 30 of them, isn't there? So? I mean, 30 probably. Seasons. 30 seasons. That's what I mean. I can't even, I can't think of one. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Real. 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 Real.
Rustic. Re- yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, you redeemed yourself. Yeah, yeah, you Thank you. Uh-huh. Ren and Stimpy. Finally. <laughs> Me too. <sighs> Jeff could have answered RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh- Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, something you can't live without that starts with an O. Or, uh... Gummy. Organization. There's it's okay. The, or Oreos. Or Oreos. Mm, Oreos. Oreo yeah. guy. I thought you were going to say origami. Yeah. You went or... Uh, or oxygen. Yes. Okay, or there's yeah. that. <laughs> Organs. Technical. Organs, yes. Another correct answer from Scott. I'm just going to... You get two treats later. Woohoo! <laughs> Moon, an animal or creature that starts with an F? Mm. Oh, first thing that pop in your mind. Uh, what did you say? An animal or creature that starts with an F. Uh, why, 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 am I, why am I struggling here? I have no idea. Come a on, you said ferret. You said ferret. I said ferret. Oh, fish. Uh, I said ferret, though. Okay, ferret, fine. You could have also with ferraf. I mean, yep. that's... <laughs> or filled yeah, mouse. That's a hybrid fox giraffe. Yeah. Which, yeah. Man, those are really cool looking. I thought fish right away. That's yeah, a much better answer. King's got a dessert, a dessert that starts with an M. Marshmallow Sunday. Just say marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> marshmallow. What is a marshmallow Sunday? If somebody can look that, that up. That is a Sunday <laughs> made of I'm marshmallows. But I, I guess marshmallow, marshmallow would work on. by itself. Uh, Scott, it? Scott, you've already crossed the finish line. Stop running. Stop running. <laughs> marshmallow Sunday ice cream. Chocolate Strawberry. marshmallow Sunday. Yeah, let me see it. Hold on. Pulling it up. He's going Chocolate for ex- marshmallow. You're just Sunday. going for extra credit. You're, you're, yeah. for, you're Forrest Gump when they have to st- uh, when they have to you know yeah. run for us and then they have That's to like do like the parfait. stop sign at Chocolate the end of the end zone. Cake in a circle <laughs> with frosting and cut up. We've been making cream. these marshmallow Sundays since 1950s. Oof. All right, Scott. Where you go, Scott? Yes. That looks good. Toasted marshmallow Sunday. There's a bunch of them, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, Tony. Last one. Uh, another word for butt that starts with a C. <laughs> Caboose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that another one to start with a C? Cutter. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> uh, I think that'll wrap it up. <laughs> Please use it in a sentence. <laughs> God. Um, let's see here. Man. <laughs> Moon has a nice cutter. Thanks, bro. <laughs> You're welcome. Cheeks. I appreciate that. Uh, cheeks. Yeah. Have you heard of a, a, a butt referred to as a coolie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Are you being serious? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A coolie? Uh, what, what's the... I don't know. It's another word for butt. Yeah, can you take me along <sighs> that story? Oh, I heard it somewhere. Hmm. Slang, for, slang for butt. <laughs> they say can. Uh, I had a ask. Co- I had a coach coolie. That would have been information oh. that was great in the 80s. Yeah, that'd be weird. C- some people call it a cigarette. Cigarette butt. Um, uh, I get it. I get it. Mm. Yeah. If anybody said, let me see your cigarette, and then they go, oh, here you go, and they go, no, I was talking about your butt, I'd go, get out. Just <laughs> yeah. get away from me. Well, well I just wanted to glance at your coolie. They see it works. All right, let's do this. Thank you. All right, Team Rizmo of the Day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville, Illinois. Visit thecopperfire.com. Uh, today's Team Rizmo of the Day is Tim Smith from St. Louis. Yo, what yeah, up, Tim? Tim Smith. Yeah, yeah. Smith. I've uh, been listening to the show since, uh, well, a long time ago. 
when I was listening to the show on the radio while driving to work and periodically while uh, while at work. But now, thanks to the podcast, he hasn't missed a, uh, missed a second of the show in three years. The show always has a couple, two, three new suggestions for him and his lady. A few years back, Tim wrote in and compared the show to uh, to a tomato sauce. I guess I'm the tomato itself, uh, the most notable, important ingredient in the sauce, especially regarding taste and obviously presentation. It pulls all the other ingredients together, and without it, you might as well not have sauce at all. Patrico, you're the salt. Aside from being the saltiest <laughs> on the show, not false, you have a natural knack for uh, bringing out the flavor in everyone. Moon, you're the pepper. Okay. Would appear to be the most uh, cultured and well-traveled of the group. Okay. All right. We'll agree to disagree on that one. Well, Jeff, you're the garlic. You're wrong. All right. <laughs> Thanks. One of the most forgotten about ingredients, but also one of the most essential. Oh, that's very nice. Thanks. But you know, there's also such thing as too much garlic in the sauce. Uh, now you're not reading off of the paper. You're just saying that. And he says, by himself, he's a little too much to handle and often leaves a funky taste in your mouth. Right. <laughs> okay. And Scott, you are, yes, the sugar. Oh. Yeah, a little something, a little something extra, maybe a little sweet to the show. Thank you. I'll take that. That's very clever. Tim Scott from St. Louis is the Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Teamers. Did you say say Tim Scott? It's Tim Smith. Tim Smith. Sorry. Too many many Scots. Too many Scots. We got got enough Scots already. Too many Scots is Tim Smith. Thank you. It's pronounced Scott, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Cartoon character that starts with an N. Ned Flanders. Uh, uh, the greatest uh, of the greats. Well, blow that one, fellas. Yeah, way to go, guys. Uh, news next. Hey, podcast weirdos, what's happening? It's Moon talking about Travers Automotive and RV Group, locally owned right here in the St. Louis area for uh, for over 24 years. That means they have the relationships with the banks and the credit unions in the area to get deals done for you that nobody else can. That means guaranteed financing. Even if you've been denied before, if you've made mistakes in the past, or if you're just building your credit, guaranteed financing. Plus, all makes, all models. These vehicles have all stabilized in their value. That means you're not going to buy a car, drive it off a lot, and know that it depreciated some 20%. No, that's not what happens here. This is a smarter way to buy. Pre-owned vehicle, low miles, full factory warranty, exactly what you want down to the details. All makes, all models means everything from sports cars to lifted trucks, Chevys, GMCs, Maseratis, whatever it is that you want, need, and deserve is right there at Travers. A thousand plus cars, trucks, and SUVs to choose from make it so simple, so easy, and so obvious for you to get your next vehicle at Travers Automotive and RV Group. Travers GMT West is at Highway 70 in the Bryan Road exit on Instagram at GMT Auto West and online at GMTAutoWest.com. Hey, it's Riz. Well, 2020 is finally over, and I'm sure we're all saying good riddance. Now is the time to focus on the future. And for many of us, that means our job situation. Whether COVID knocked you out of a job entirely or you just want a new start in 2021, Centric Training can help. The tech industry is expected to flourish as the economy rebounds, and you could be a part of that. How? Centric's hands-on program can get you trained and started in a new IT career, and they could do it in just four months, even if you have no tech experience. Then they help you find a job. 2021 may be the best time ever to change your life, so don't just sit there. Pick up the phone and call Patrick Nealon today. Find out if a career in IT is right for you. Call 314-450-4714 or log on to centric.com slash STL. That's C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash STL. Centric has trained point listeners from all kinds of backgrounds. Now it's your turn. 
technology is the future of St. Louis. Centric can make it your future, and it starts now. Hi, this is Christopher Walken, and you're listening to a man whose voice is really f***ed up. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Pow! Welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Bud Light Seltzer webcams. Log on, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz the Socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails. Get to those in a little bit. Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. We are going to play matchup with Moonlayer. Give out some tickets. Uh, we're going to fake picks in just a little bit. Celebrities, headline goo, headline hooge, sparks. You know, Donnie Fandango's 28-hour radiothon begins on Thursday at 10 a.m. And we're doing something a little new this year. So if you go to 1057thepoint.com, click on the Radiothon tab. You could place your request for a song early. And I believe uh, you could donate 105 bucks to the Ronald McDonald Foundation. Of, uh, of the St. Louis area. 105 bucks to get a song played. And if you donate early, you can guarantee that your song is going to be played. Because sometimes, nice. like that's one of the cool. first 25 to get played. So that's a Fandango Fast Pass is what It basically saying. is a Fandango Fast Pass. Oh, nice. So sometimes it gets so backed up towards uh, towards the end of the Radiothon, especially when we come on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, we're taking the donations, but sometimes the songs, you know, I mean, you don't know, you don't know when they're going to play. But guarantee your song be played. Go to 1057thepoint.com, click on the Radiothon tab, and uh, make that donation. Again, all the money goes to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. And, uh, yeah, starts at 10 a.m. on Thursday. So Donnie in the hallways getting ready. Yeah. He's getting ready. So I'm doing push-ups. Stretching. Stretching. You got to stretch before these Radiothons. Yeah. He's been running up and down the stairs. Eleven eleventh annual radiothon. That's Crazy, amazing. Easy man. Good for him. Well, let's do some news. Oh yeah. We gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. I don't know if you guys remember this story from back in twenty eighteen. We definitely talked about it, but a woman named Melissa White who uh, worked at a steak and shake, the one in Florissant, she posted on Facebook that she found worms. And hamburger patties they were selling. I've had the video uh, shows her like pushing down on the meat, and it looks like stuff coming out of it. And she posted on Facebook, as I mentioned, uh, about these worms in the patties. The post wound up being shared at least 36,000 times. There was a health inspection, no worms were found, nothing. Like everything checked out fine. Uh, Steak and Shake wound up suing. Melissa for defaming the company. And Steak and Shake lawyer said that in the video when Melissa pushed down the burger, it was fat that rose to the surface, not worms. Well, now we got the outcome of the trial. And uh, Melissa owes uh, Steak and Shake $80,000. Oh, my. Wow. Yep. Seventy grand in actual damages and ten grand in punitive damages. So that was whatever money. So seventy grand is what Steak and Shake says they lost in business because her, and ten grand is for what you did, like to make you think about it. Did you? See, did you? See, this was this happened forever ago. Not twenty eighteen. Yeah, I mean, like that's crazy that just now it's going to trial. You know, well, if you I think mean, about think that. Think about uh, 
think about the backlog of cases from last year. Yeah, and COVID and all that stuff. I'm sure this was not like something that they wanted to do right away. They probably just kept pushing it off, and now here we are. And then a year grand. or so later, Steak and Shake starts closing stores too. It's a way. lot of burgers. Uh, did you see? Do you remember the video? I, I remember. I remember us talking about it. I don't remember this at all. I remember the story. I don't remember seeing a video though. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to look up the video. I couldn't find it. Maybe you could find it there, Tones. I think probably they're taking it. I think it's gone. Gone. Yeah. But I mean, that's what you get. I mean, you cost the company money with your lies, according to uh, according to a jury. And um, that's it. Yo, eighty grand. Her lawyer says uh, she'll probably go bankrupt from it. Not many people could write an $80,000 check. No. Just so if, like you, that. if you go bankrupt in this situation, do you not have to pay? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know the legalities behind that. I, I think if you have nothing, they can't squeeze blood out of a stone, right? Right, but bankruptcy... He, uh, you know, erases that kind of stuff. Could, and then you yeah, move whatever on from there. debt to your yeah. creditors. So it doesn't. Uh, I know in some, I've known people that have filed and and it's like they watch, not watch, but they have a way to monitor. If you open a bank account and you get a job, you start putting money in there. They take it for that. Right, tax. they'll start garnishing. Yeah, garnishing, garnishing wages. Yeah. Wait, if you if it's set bankruptcy? up that way. No, I don't know if it's through bankruptcy or not, but oh, I, I know that if you owe people like debtors and stuff like that, it can definitely happen. Yeah, yeah I, wonder, I, wonder if, I wonder if this would be considered a traditional debtor. Right. Just think about how much money OJ own, owes to the uh, Goldman family. Right? Because OJ, you know, although in, in the criminal trial was found not guilty of the murders, in the uh, the civil case, right, he was convicted of murder. Mm-hmm. Isn't that one of the reasons he moved to Florida or something? Because he could kind of skate with yeah, having certain, to yeah. pay or something? Yeah, a lot, something a lot like of that. golf courses to uh, look around. Well, remember, yeah, he's still looking for the killer. Uh, summer's officially here, and um, people want to get the hell out of their house and into somebody else's house after COVID quarantines. Uh, vacation rentals are really hot right now. Mm. And companies like Airbnb, what's the other one, Verbo? VRBO? VRBO, yeah. yeah. They are cashing in. Hotels are, are also getting a piece of the pie as well. Demand and prices for destinations are back at 2019 levels. And a report from April said average nightly hotel room rates are at $110.34 nationwide. That's that's still lower than 2019 at the same time, but up 51% from last year, mm-hmm. obviously. It's hard to look at year-to-year statistics when it comes to 2020 to 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the average short-term rental daily rate is up uh, up to $244.42. That's 21% more than 2019. One analyst said, if you have not booked your summer vacation and you don't want to spend an arm and a leg... It's probably too late. Prices are jacked. Now we've all we've all Airbnb before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. I've done I've done both, the VRBO and Airbnb. me too. Uh, the the one time we Airbnb, it was it was a pleasant experience. I love it. I I've, I think I've said this on the show before. I don't think I'll stay in hotels ever again. I mean, I don't hate hotels. I love I I love going on vacation. I love staying in a hotel. That's fine. But I just think. The Airbnb VRBO option is is better for me because if I'm driving, which nine times out of ten I probably am, I could just take my car, pull it right in the driveway. 
Now, I'm not going to do one of the things, and I know you did this, Moon, where it's one house, but you're technically renting either a room or a guest room or a guest house. Yeah, yeah. with the I'm, owner I'm still doing there. That. I think that's weird. I'm not doing that. Well, we did it. The owner wasn't there. They rented the other room to other people. Oh, that's, yeah, see, I want to be by to myself. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. weird. That's the start of a, of yeah. a when horror we, flick. When we stayed in uh, Springfield um, two years ago, it was last year, two years ago. I remember we went to the Bass Pro Shop and all that stuff. We, mm-hmm. we stayed at an Airbnb. In a residential neighborhood. It was nice. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Anyway, uh, you got to watch out, though. Because sometimes the pictures don't match. Oh, yeah. Don't match yeah. what the actual property is. And that's a big problem. And there are so many Airbnbs out there, listings, it's hard for the company to keep up with every single one. Mm-hmm. So a Boy Scout troop from, from Georgia got screwed during a trip to Florida last week. The Scoutmaster booked two homes in the Florida Keys for a trip through Airbnb. The plan was for the kids to stay in the houses. They go snorkeling, fishing, do other outdoorsy stuff. So instead of the two houses being on the beach, the address listed on Airbnb led to an empty lot. It was just an empty lot. Empty lot. And they were at the right place. Oh, yeah. It was a a camping spot. Empty lot. They had booked these two nice houses on the beach. Damn. And that's all the picture showed. Sun and sand and the beach and said literally an empty lot with weeds. Mm. Oh man. House not included. So and this is through Airbnb? Yeah. Well and I mean, Airbnb, Airbnb I'm sure took care of it. Airbnb said, uh, you know, we're very sorry that both groups had to encounter this type of experience. We fully uh, refunded them in addition to offering Airbnb credit in case they're willing to give us another chance for their next vacation. This type of situation is extremely rare, but when it happens, we take action to protect the integrity of our platform. To that end, these listings have been removed, and all associated hosts have been suspended pending further investigation. The good news is the scouts were able to get some local uh, uh, hotel rooms. Man, what a bummer. That's good. That's yeah, I was going to say, because Airbnb is pretty good on the quality of checking uh, their their hosts. You know, when you see the super hosts and the ratings and all that, like, that's a pretty intense system for a reason, obviously. No, you know, there's always bad people out there want yeah, to take advantage. What a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of... Out of I mean, we have done it dozens and dozens of times, and and I'll stay in a hotel. I'm sure when it's just me and I'm and I'm going around doing weekend warrior tours and different things. You know, I'll stay in a hotel, obviously. But with the family, it's been much cooler with the Airbnbs, and we've only really had one somewhat not perfect experience when I fell down the stairs a couple months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that yeah. that one was. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, and, it's not funny, but it's hilarious. And it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it was, it was still fun. It was just, you know, like the house was missing a few things. Well, I tell you what, this is a uh, first world problem. Uh, what? Where's the line between having too much stuff and full on hoarding? Uh, it's close. Mm-hmm. It's real close, actually. Yeah, I agree. When you find dead cats under things, that's you no you're idea. already that's, there. Uh, you're so way. We're there. already we're past the, the line. Yeah. The line is <laughs> we're a way dot past the line, right? Yeah. It depends. Wow. <laughs> it, it sounds like a lot of us are are blurring that line between too much stuff and hoarding. Two thirds of Americans say they have so much stuff they can't easily fit it all into their home. Yep. Is anybody there? Yep. Oh, you Whoa, have a storage really? locker. I have a storage locker, and I still walk around the house and see things that are just like here's something that lives in this corner over here. Mm. You know, just kind of stays there. And every once in a while, I just go 
Why is this just sitting yeah. here? Just sitting here. Uh, stress shopping on Amazon last year did not help. Uh, seven in ten people say they reorganized at least two rooms in their home during the pandemic, partly because they needed the space, and because we were stuck at home with nothing to do. And it's also because we had to had to use those rooms differently. Like you needed a home office, a place to Zoom, a spot for your kids to do their school online, all that stuff. Um, did anybody reorganize last year? We did organize, reorganize mm, yeah. two rooms last year. A couple year. of times. Mm-hmm. Two rooms a couple of times. Yeah. We did the, oh, man, we did the garage. Oh, when you reorganize I did, I did, garage, I did do that. Oh, man. Oh, man, what so a great, great feeling. Yeah. yeah. We, we decided to, uh, like, my garage became my, quote, unquote, man cave. So, like, we put, like, some chairs out there and a projector, projector screen and all that stuff. And we did, right when the pandemic hit, like a, let's get all this crap out. Now, we've got now new crap in there that I want to do it again. But you're right. There are a few better feelings than completely garage. organizing and cleaning out Did your you garage. Did you redo the garage after you got divorced? Yeah. So, you, so your man cave is your garage. Your whole house is your man cave. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. technically, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like the, the area, the area where we, the, the area that we hang out the most is my garage. That's why the stripper pole's in there. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's cold, but man, it's worth it. Totally yeah. worth the it. The top rooms we uh, reorganized last year: our bedroom, our living room, our bathroom, our kitchen, and home office. Ten percent of us cleaned out the garage. Which was such a good feeling. Mm, oh, to get yeah, rid of all that crap. That. Hang off the bicycles. You got hooks for the bicycles. All the tools organized. Yep. That was yeah, nice. it's a good feeling. Yeah, and we had our uh, carpet ripped out from the upstairs portion. We just had a we had a dumpster just thrown in the front yard and just did the did the garage at the same time. It mm. was awesome. Uh we all love dipping dots here, huh? Not sure. Who doesn't? Someday I will. Yeah, why in the not? Future, I will. Does anybody yeah. know much about the company? Is there, is there a St. Louis tie? Uh, I don't know. If there is, they should probably go around and like redo some of the logos because I think they're a little faded. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have, you seen a, have you ever seen a fresh yeah. Dippin' Dots card? <laughs> I was Never. just going to say, it's been a long time since I've seen a, a fresh maybe, Dippin' Dots logo. Maybe somebody from the future has come back and it's fading away. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it is right. asking for the future. <laughs> no, connect, no, no connection. No connection. Nah. Okay, Paducah, Paducah, Kentucky. And time travel really uh, ages all those all right. carts. Paducah. Okay, so we'll say regional. <laughs> it's in the region. Uh, the Dippin' Dot CEO is in, uh, is in some hot water here. The Dippin' Dot CEO. I don't know if this is the inventor of the company, the original Dippin' Dots guy. He's in some uh, liquid nitrogen, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is uh, being sued by an ex-girlfriend who claims he sent nude pics of her to a couple people, including her own mother. Uh-huh. Yeah. The woman's name is Amanda Brown. She claims in the lawsuit that uh, the Dippin' Dot CEO, this guy named Scott Fisher, was a, was a, was a drunk, physically violent to her. They were together for a year, back in 2019, 2020. Amanda says Scott got nudes of her by threatening to, quote, withhold financial support from her and then sent those pictures to a couple people after their breakup. Dippin' Dot, uh, Dot's dude even got the dog involved, threatening to release the private pictures to Pornhub and more if she didn't give up a dog they shared while they were dating. And she alleges that uh, Dippin' Dot's dude sent one sexual pic to her own mom, Writing, I'm going to file a petition for the dog. I got hurt so much more. Watch. This does not seem like a nice guy. No. He did not invent it. He bought the company in 2012 out of bankruptcy. For such a 
for a product that gives kids such joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bankruptcy, huh? It says uh, bankruptcy in 2012. Scott has led the company to record growth, including $300 million in retail sales. He's worth anywhere between $1 and $200 million. The company about $300 million. Well, his, uh, his legal camp says the ex-girlfriend's lawsuit is nothing more than an attempt at extortion. If he did send out these nude pictures, he could face felony charges in the state of Oklahoma. That's the whole revenge porn thing. And that's, I mean, yeah, wow. a whole heap of trouble. That's, I mean, that's one of those things where it's, you know, you just see the guy. You just see the guy, the face, the smiling with the suit and the headshot where he's got his arm on his shoulder. And then you forget that this is a person who could be a terrible person, you know? Yeah. Like sometimes you just see the, business owners as the business I'm owner. I'm just the CEO of an ice cream company. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that guy. That's the guy that owns Dippin' Dots. And then you forget, ah, oh, he could be a human and humans are mostly terrible. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good way of thinking about it, huh? I mean, right <laughs> reality, yeah. You look at you look at my dad, and you go, "Oh, that's just a guy that owns a bricklaying company." But we know he's, he's an interesting. Fella. Not a terrible human. Not a terrible human, you. but he's an interesting fella. Uh, I had no idea this was a thing. Uh, Snapchat. I'm not. I'm not familiar with the Snapchat. Really, I know that, is that the popular one that that like teenagers use in Snapchat. That's that's like that, and the, what's the other one? WhatsApp app or WhatsApp or WhatsApp? whatever. There's Those are the two that they mostly talk about, talk to each other through. Okay. Ow. Did you know Snapchat had a feature known as the speed filter? Oh yeah. What's that? It let people capture how fast they were moving and then share it with people. So like if you turn it on in your car while you were driving, it would say that you're going 48 miles an hour. They used the GPS to track how fast you were cruising. Oh, weird. Okay, just like Waze or, uh, or mm-hmm. the the direction. Yep. So if I sent you a picture it, in the little corner, it would say how fast I was going as the picture was being sent. Oh, wow. It was introduced back in 2013. So, yeah, again, if you're in the car using this filter, it would show your miles per hour in the corner of the screen. And Snapchat defended the feature, even though safety groups were like, hey, man, this is encouraging reckless driving. Right. Snapchat was even sued by a couple families of people who have been hurt or killed in car crashes where the drivers are speeding, trying to score bragging rights on that stupid app. First thing I thought was who can get the highest MPHs up there. I didn't think of that. Not sure what happened, but Snapchat has has said we're getting rid of this thing. I mean, what I mean, what's the benefit of it? I mean, it's cool. It's a cool feature, but if somebody says, "Hey, man, people are doing this and they could possibly get a, get hurt," what is Snapchat going to say? Well. How else are kids going to know how fast they're running? And I don't know what particular incident caused them to say we're done with this, yeah. but it's it's being removed uh, hmm. as we speak. They started removing it last week, uh, and the company said it may be a couple weeks before it disappears altogether. They've got uh, they've got five hundred million monthly subscribers. Yeah, yeah. When act- so- I'm sorry, active users. Yeah, and when something million. when something is that popular, every feature can be abused. E- everything, you know. This is a weird. This is a weird. Uh, it's a weird thing but to discuss. But this seems like a pretty obvious one that could be abused and yeah. possibly deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you're right. I'm just saying it, it opens up criticism to a lot of different features where somebody's going to take advantage. And what's the number of, of, what's the tipping point number where it should be reviewed? You, you know what I'm saying? You just said 500 million users, you said? Yeah. And how many people abused this? I don't know. I mean, uh, I'll tell you about some of these car crashes. In 2015, a collision involving the speed filter left a driver in Georgia with permanent brain damage. Same year, the feature was uh, tied to the death of three young women in in, uh, Philly from a car accident. 2016, five people in Florida died in a high-speed collision that reportedly involved the speed filter. 2017, three men in Wisconsin clocked to speed 123 miles an hour on the feature before they crashed into a tree and died. Jeez. Man, oh, man. Yeah, you're right. This one's... uh... 
a bit more obvious. But at the same mm-hmm. time, uh, again, um, you know, find find the path. People are on their phone. We know that now you shouldn't be driving on your phone. Mm. How much money would somebody have to pay you to give up all social media forever? Oh, it wouldn't take all that much. How much money? No band stuff. No nothing. No promotion mm-hmm. of any of your projects. Yeah, you would just Ever. have to. We would just have to calculate the offset costs of money that I would lose as far as bands and and that part of my my livelihood. Mm. I can't give you a number. It would be a lot. Yeah, like like a lot mean meaning like what like two hundred grand or like fifty grand or lots like, like millions. Millions. Mm-hmm. You have to give up all Moon. social media. You can't. No Instagram. I'm going to hand you four hundred grand right now if you just give up social media. Uh, no. Mm. Forever, grand. forever. Look at the way that the world is headed. Look at where we are going. We are not going down. We are trending upwards when I, it comes to technology. I, I, see, I, see, I see. I have the number. Because somebody pulled a bunch of social media users. And um, well, I have the numbers. One in five said they need a minimum $1 million to quit social media forever. Minimum $100 million. $100 million or $1 million? $1 million. $1 million. 70% said at least ten grand. 30% would do it less. Would do it for less. So most people most people fall somewhere between 10 grand and a million bucks. Right. Wow, that's a big gap. And and more than 40% of people even said they'd rather give up their TV, their car, and their pets than never go on social media wow. again. I know what you're saying. Easily Tony. give up TV over social media. Easily. I, I know what you're yeah, saying. And it would take probably uh, a few million for me as well. But you got to remember, man, I started my career. The majority of my career, I sold records in a time social media didn't exist. I get that. But now... I had gold records before the iPhone was invented. Right. But also, you were, you know, pushing CDs and you were totally. pushing merch and you were pushing... Yeah, you're, you're right. Now, you're, you're none right. of that exists. You're right. And... and I don't know for me a couple. Give me a couple Target gift cards, and I think we'll, 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 we'll the pseudo show. That's it. Well, <laughs> I think it'd be harder for you than you think, just for the news aspect of it all. The yeah, only way you would get news to the is, traditional, is you know, watch the there. watch the local news. Yeah. All right, we got some of your emails after the break. Hey guys, Jeff Burton for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, uh, and also hello from the uh, five hundred about five hundred plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who work at the locally and family-owned company. By the way, hello from the Dobbs family as well. Uh, You didn't know that, that it was uh, locally and family-owned since 1976? Yeah, they got a team of pros there at Dobbs. They're waiting just to to work on your car, your van, your light truck, your SUV, your CUV. They'll put on the tires that you want, but you're going to be able to afford them with your family budget there. They're ready for you with those complex engine repairs too, Uh, complex diagnostic stuff, preventative maintenance, uh, routine stuff too. Take a couple minutes, go to their website, go to Dobbs.com. Great deals, best tire brands already being offered at the lowest prices in town, and that's guaranteed. You got to get that new set of tires at Dobbs. Your savings are going to be crazy, and with all the hot, hot months coming up, you got to be sure that quality tires on all the family vehicles so everybody is going to be safe. Remember, at Dobbs, you're, you're out there, you're going places, and Dobbs will be there too. 42 convenience store locations. They're huge tire inventory biggest in town by the way you can get the tires you want installed that same day click on go to dobbs.com to find your super summer tire deals today it's go to dobbs.com hey everybody jeff burton for the st louis sinus center spring finally here which means opening up those windows spending more time outside right or you got allergies and this may not be an option you got to stay inside Uh, spring weather means sneezing and 
uh, congestion, miserable for you, miserable for everybody else, watery eyes. If this sounds like you, call St. Louis Sinus Center and do it today because, man, spring's here. You don't want to ruin everything, right? Dr. Gould and his team can set you up with allergy drops, which you can dose at home. And then again, over time, your body builds up the immunity to the allergens. This means you're going to feel better. This is your ticket. This is the way to get out of this. Visit stlsinuscenter.com. Call them 314-473-5433. Dr. Gould, his team, his staff, they are amazing. The office is ridiculously cool, and they have your solution for you. Allergy drops, and eventually you build up that immunity, and you can get rid of those too. They're amazing there. stlsinuscenter.com. Hi, this is Al Pacino, and you're listening to a man who's got the softest balls I've ever seen. The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, just a, a quick programming note. Uh, Steve Ewing from The Urge, he's doing a, a thing up at the Powerplex, driving St. Louis. I think that's Saturday. So it's Steve Ewing from The Urge playing music before... On the big screen up there at Powerplex, they show Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, he was supposed to come in Wednesday. He's going to come in Thursday now. It'll be in Thursday. Can we tell him what time? Anytime after 8? He's going to come in around the 8 o'clock hour. He would like to be a part of... Uh, Free of the Week? Uh, that's right. All right. Okay. Oh, man. My dad yeah. and Steve Ewing. Oh, oh, so Thursday, John Patrico and Steve Ewing. That'll be good. <laughs> That's one of the things I was going back and forth with, with Moon yesterday. I said, uh, hey, yeah, he asked me what time you want Steve to come in on Thursday. Oh. 8 o'clock would be all right. 8, 8.30 for Freak of the Week. And then I got to, in my head, go, would he be cool with that? Some people would not be cool with Freak of the Week. Steve Ewing's a cool guy. Freaky styly. So uh, Steve Ewing on Thursday, he'll... Uh, Sing a little tune, do a little freak of the week with us. Man, perfect. What if, what if he, maybe you can get John and him? Maybe John will sing with him. That's what I was thinking. What if he does like a cover, like a '60s <laughs> song, and my dad sings with uh, sings with Steve Ewing from the Urge? Oh, if that happens, if that happens, I may cry. I like I may like oh, tears really? may may literally fall down my face. But hey, since that. we're talking about Me my too. dad, happy uh, wedding anniversary to him, my mom. Oh, today, today, forty-seven years. Whoa. Right, man. Fantastic. And guess what's even funnier about that? Both of them forgot. My sister sent them cookies, and my mom goes, why the hell is your sister sending me cookies? Opened up the box and went, oh, my goodness, it's our anniversary tomorrow. Forgot. They both forgot. Yeah, and I think, and I th- and I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, I think that speaks on how awesome that is. That, I mean, they've just been doing this for so long, they don't even, they didn't even think about an anniversary. They just know that they've been together right forever. now? Today. Today. That's Today. why he wasn't answering early on. But. Gross. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Huh? Scott. <laughs> no, I'm sure they were having a nice breakfast together. Yeah. He didn't want to be disturbed. Uh, oh, that's good know. for them. Talking about Tony, good but. for them. Can't you just be happy for them? Hi, Tony. I just wish oh. them a happy anniversary. That's all happy I said. Happy anniversary, Patrico. <laughs> what if a happy anniversary to them is... Then good on them. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it, though, you jerk. You know, not, uh, not my fault. Your parents are do doing spe- that. Enough. They always do special things. Mm. Okay, what's up next? We're doing this. <laughs> what are we doing? You know, impact we're having a good time. And some of the other things we're okay, doing. Okay, oh, that's oh, cool. I, 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 I didn't get into whoa, specifics. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> at least we don't. Hey, yes, hey. we did yesterday oh, during sexy go. time. Fun hey, at least we don't have audio of my parents uh, doing some stuff. Oh, we got audio so here of. What do you mean? Oh, see, I'm happy for my mom. 
gosh. <laughs> yep. I'll have that. That was on there. Your, your parents' last anniversary, right? Yeah, yep. you get it. Oh, 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 oh. He created this. He did over there. All right, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Uh, RizShow1057thepoint.com. And it's uh, brought to you by JSK Law Firm. Injured on the job. Don't go it alone. JSKLawFirm.com. Hello, men. Hey. Hey. And Moon. Uh, my name is Justin and have been a long-time listener since back in the day. Recently, the wife took a job offer in Seattle. Oh. And at the end of August, we'll be making the big move out to the northwest coast. I've never, uh, never been to Seattle. Furthest I've been is to uh, Vegas. I'm just a little nervous, uh, 36 years old, a little nervous and wondering if Riz could offer some insight into handling a move from uh, kind of an east coast to the Midwest and... Uh, so were you nervous before the big move? Of course I was a little nervous, but at the same time I was excited because of a new opportunity. I, I really didn't get homesick. I was just so busy doing stuff. Keep yourself busy. Keep yourself busy doing stuff. You, you know, you set up your new uh, your new house. I don't know if they have any kids. That, that plays a lot into it, too. I was yeah. 22 years old, 23. Heck, you were a kid. Yeah. And yeah. that town is uh, pretty amazing. It is. So if you love outdoors, you're going to uh, the mecca of that. Yeah. And then also you're close to Vancouver, which is a beautiful place to go visit all the time. It is popping. It is. Seattle is on fire. Well, right as now. far as move, as far as moving goes, I, he's 36. You said. Yeah. It's a way different situation than what I was in. Yeah. Yeah, because you went from enormous to much, much mm -hmm. smaller, and we're going from the 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 biggest small town. In the country too, an enormously well, bursting city I'm even out thinking there. Mindset, mindset. I was up for an adventure. I'm sure. I'm sure he is too. Yeah. I didn't have any kids. You know, I was my wife and I were dating at the time. You know, we didn't have any money. And uh, I, I just remember those times of you know, kind of just making it work, and it was exciting. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're excited to start a new adventure. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have a gig out there yet, though. Yeah. My, so my, my roommate. You, you my, will. There's so many. My roommate is moving out, and he's moving out of state, and he's got a job in in Colorado, and he's heading out. And goodbye. And thinking about him doing, ah! thinking about him doing that, gives me anxiety. Oh, really? Why? Because it's a brand new place. It's completely uncomfortable. There is no. There is no form of comfort there. He's got zero form of comfort. You know, even though that he's got an apartment. Exciting, it's that was the, the exciting part. Yeah, you, you see, have at, to find the at, positive. No, no, you time out, though. Time out, though. Adventure. Riz, that was the exciting part for you at 23, or however old you were. 22, when you moved here, right? Yeah. That was exciting. Imagine doing it at 36. Well, as I'm saying, well, my mindset was totally different. I don't know if he's got any kids. That's uh, insane, my yeah. wife moved out here uh, without a job. She wound up finding a job in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. And I moved to LA when I was thirty. At the at the age of at the eh, yeah, yeah okay. and it was awesome. It was incredible. Like you don't have any of your uh, the luxuries you have here and all that stuff for a while, but once you you know about a year or two into it, it turns into something quite special. Yeah, but to be fair, the first year you were there, you thought you were in Maine. Mm. Correct? That's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> I misspelled Portland, but yeah, it was it was great. Uh, what else? Uh, from this particular email, uh, he says. Uh, <clears throat> Also, I was wondering by chance if I could uh, be put in touch with the uh, show, friend of the show there, Craig Gass, known as a Seattle guy. This guy, our emailer, loves comedy, and uh, he knows this is maybe, maybe being a, a bit of a stretch, but I'm wondering if uh, he could find a new profession out there, maybe as Craig Gass' assistant. He doesn't need an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think this guy's just looking to get down on the field. That's all. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, at, at a Mariners game yeah. or, uh, or a Seahawks game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, next thing you know, you you turn on the World Series, see Craig Gass and his new assistant sitting right. there. It's our emailer. Yep. Says it never hurts well, to ask you. Good right? luck. Yeah, yeah, man. Good luck in the And Seattle's. is he an instant Kraken fan and no longer Blues fan? That's the other question. Mm-hmm. Either way, enjoy it, man. Try to yeah. find find all. Yeah, just look at all the positives mm-hmm. in it. It's a it's great adventure. time. It is. Next. Uh, curious if you guys could send me the song history playlist or uh, j- for June 11th, 2021, in between the hours of 4.30 and 6. Uh, there's a certain song I've been trying to track down, and I can only remember the ver- a very small part of it. And a very small part is the ma- mainly just the instrumental uh, of wh- it. What you could do is... Uh, Call into the show and then and then hum it to us. Yeah, like, we can do an interpret do an interpretation of it. Yeah, like something and then it goes. Like Between four and six a.m. or p.m. Uh, p.m. Four thirty and six p.m. Well, that'd be Lux. Uh, do we yeah. have the uh, we have the feature on the on the website? I don't know mm-hmm. how far back you could go as far as songs. Yeah, that'd be a, what eleven days now. What uh, what was the song? What what was the the date was June 11th, uh, Year of Our Lord, 2021. I don't know. Call in and hum the song to us. Next. All right. Uh, hey, fellas. Just hey, wanted hey. to give uh, Jeff a shout-out because I was doing some cleaning and had the show playing through my Alexa. Well, it was uh, during the Real or Fake segment, and my three-year-old was at the kitchen table on her iPad. Normally, it would take a marching band to get her attention. But when Jeff described one of the pairs as, quote, tough McGuffies... <laughs> I heard the tough McGuffies. I heard the cutest little voice go, "Hey, Daddy, what are tough McGuffies?" Yeah. Uh, funniest thing you ever heard. By the way, he told her that was a crime-fighting bear, which that's mm. that's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's pretty good off the top of your head. A crime-fighting <laughs> yeah. bear. Crime-fighting bear. Yeah. Tough McGuffy. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, get Detective McGuffy on. <laughs> get tough. That's McGuffy. a great name. Good <laughs> get, job. Get McGuffy down here. That's name. from the Scruff <laughs> McGruff. Thing, Name's right? McGuffy. Tough McGuffy. Yeah. Is it Scruff McGruff? Isn't Scruff McGruff the thing that... Yeah, the, the, the crime-fighting... Uh, detective dog? Scruff yeah. McGruff? Scru- oh. Is it Scruff's McGruff? I thought it's it was just McGruff. McGruff. No, it's McGruff. McGruff, McGruff the crime McGruff. dog. McGruff the crime dog. Take I think a he's bite earned, out of crime. I think he's earned the one name thing, McGruff, yeah. Oh, my God, no. he's Moon is right. Thank PSA, you, 1998, Scruff McGruff Adventures. Take a bite out of crime. That's cool. No. So there's Smokey Bear, who's a forest fire guy. Right. And then Scruff McGruff, who's a crime-fighting dog. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Is, is Smokey Bear still a, a thing? They still he, use him? He yeah, perished. So. Yeah, he perished in a fire, huh? Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> no, he's on, he's on a sign right outside of yeah. our Rockwoods Reservation t- saying uh, how oh, yeah, fire, yeah, fire danger. The, yeah, yeah, fire danger is. I would say thanks, man. Is Smokey he, he, telling me it's a, it's a green day or is it a red day? He has two okay. phrases. Only you can prevent forest fires and... Only I'm a bear. <laughs> you do. I, I just I just typed in Smokey Bear. That's it. And Smokey Bear. The thing. The very first thing that came up is why Smokey the Bear is bad. Oh no. Go on. Why it says here some scientists now believe. Frog. Some scientists now believe that the simple idea that fire is bad has made some forests more susceptible to flame, a phenomenon that they call the Smokey Bear effect. Areas where fires have been prevented for decades have simply been storing fuel like underbrush, well, growth, underbrush and dead yeah. standing trees. Yeah, you know, I say that's a big problem. That's why there's a lot of fire forest fires out in California is because they don't they don't burn the underbrush. And mm. you know, lightning will hit somewhere mm. and all that underbrush kindling. is kindling. Yeah. And and next thing you know, you know, five hundred acres is gone. You ever been near a forest fire? Or near like a, a just a large fire in yeah. general? 
Sure have. Out in Oklahoma, those fields out there burn all the time, but they do a lot of on-purpose burning out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it'll go burns. completely across 44. And so you just sit there and just watch the fire just hop across that to another field. It's wild. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. With the, with the underbrush in California, they, they have these controlled burns that are supposed to prevent large forest fires. If done correctly. Yeah. Missouri's really good with that. Because you'll go, I've noticed too, even at Forest Park, I went over there and they had one area where they did a controlled burn. But yeah, they're, I'm really proud of our state, like our conservation agents. Yeah, but Smokey awesome. the Bear, okay, so it teaches kids all forest fires are bad. Right, but but little kids are not doing those underbrush fires. Right, it's right, the right. conservation departments that are supposed to be doing those. Yeah, yeah. yeah smoke yeah, of the bear is more like make sure your fire is all the way out. Yeah, build a proper campfire. Don't well, listen. Okay. Next time my kids go into the woods to smoke crack, they're gonna go. Oh, smoke <laughs> of the bear says it's a red fire day. So right. Yep. So do it. No. Do it on the sidewalk. <laughs> like the and, and if you're curious if Smokey <laughs> the bear is still around, he tweeted uh, two days ago. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. If your dad is firing up the grill today, remember never dump hot coals on the ground. Only you could prevent wildfires. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Smokey. I like. It. I think I'm gonna follow him. Yeah. Only do that in a toilet. Only uh, what? Nothing. Oh. Next. Uh, hey, men and uh, Riz, last week, Tony. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> last week, Tony said his dad would like all shoes to be slip on shoes. Uh, and then they suggest some shoes that are not slip on, but they're amazing. So, uh, so your dad is a slip on shoe guy. That's it. No, no, that's not it. But I mean, he's he's to the point where I think that would be in his best interest. Do you tie your <laughs> shoes or you slip on your shoes? So you have them tied? Depending on what shoes I'm wearing. You just told your dad to stop tying his shoes. No, I mean, dude, he's in so much pain with his hips, with his knees, with his shoulders. Like, he's in so much pain. It just, it just sounded funny because that's like, hey, it's you, time to take away your you keys. Took like, away you just your took your dad's a- shoe keys. <laughs> I took away his laces. Yeah, you took I took away, away his laces. laces. <laughs> Sorry, you can't be trusted with these you don't anymore. You only walk around in house slippers, <laughs> and a bathrobe. Yeah. No, I mean, like, so if I'm wearing shoes that have laces that aren't designated slip-on shoes, I tie them. I, I can't. The slip-on while they're tied, that drives me crazy. Because then you bet you ruin the back of the shoe, and they don't fit the right way. And- Will you pull up a picture of some Nike Flyease? F-L-Y-E-A-S-E. They suggest these. Uh, uh, they have a zipper that zips around the back of the heel. This person says, I am paralyzed from the chest down. And with that, very limited hand use. And they can wow. put these on oh, and yeah, zip them are- up on their own. Let me see what those look like. I guess. Those those are cool. And here's some Air Zooms. Here's some Nike Air Zooms that uh, just have these, like a tongue on the back. That oh, I've seen those. Slip. Okay, so they got like, um, yeah, they zip up on the side, and they have almost like a little tab. See, but like this is this is this is another pair of them, and now, I don't know. No, those are the you put your foot in and then step down. Step down. And that was made for. Uh, uh, they just announced that like last year. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, it says flying for ease. for people that are immobile. In a way where they can't get down to their feet, they just step in and wow, step out. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah brilliant. Uh, here's yeah, here's another v- picture of the ones that zip. Oh, it's a nice looking shoes too. Yeah, those are awesome. It says Fly Zoom X, so they, I bet they're good. Well, I bet you your dad will jump so high wearing. He will those. never wear those yeah. in the yeah, history of shoes. Well, if you just this one says I bet it you zips around the back of the heel. Maybe. Tevis got some that are like that. I bet too. you if you bought, I bet you if you bought them for him and say, "Man, these are cool shoes." He's very picky. Yeah, but for, for those, you like my reach. dad has worn slip-on Walmart shoes and Skechers but for the past bought, ten but years. But that's him going out and buying them themselves, himself, or your mother buying them for him. Uh, I, I'm sure if you got him a pair of shoes and said, "Dad, I think these would be comfortable," I bet you'd try them out. These you still got to bend down and and do the zip. Those those ones that step in and kind of um, snap onto your feet, those are phenomenal. 
We it's talked about awesome. we, yeah, yeah, we talked about that cool. just a, a few months ago or a year ago. So uh, one more, Jeff. Uh, happy birthday, Riz. What hey, coffee what? maker does Riz, ha- Riz have at home? I want to make a delicious non-bitter coffee at home as well. Uh, I, I don't know the brand. It's just a pour-over. Just look up pour-over. And if you're looking to take bitterness out, try try doing French press or something like that. It makes a much, well, the much press is awesome. Oh, the, yeah. the pour-over? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done that one yet, but uh, same similar process, right? Yeah, just yeah. steeping it. You're steeping the yeah. coffee instead of running, running the, it through a, a, a coffee maker. Yeah, and the thing you pour the hot water out of, it has to have whatever that's called, the the spout or whatever, it needs to have some kind of curve in it and all that also at it's weird. It yeah, the lip's got to have a little dip to it, is what you're saying. Yeah, right? something dip, odd. Yeah, a dip yeah. in the lip, a right? Dip in yeah. the lip, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I uh, yeah. Since I started, I grind it myself, and I I because I, I don't make coffee during the week, so it's a weekend thing for me. So if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make an event out of it. So yeah. I got to get the temperature of the water between uh, 195 and, and 205. I got my thermometers. I grind it a certain way. It's a thing. Don't disturb Dad. He's making his coffee. It's mm-hmm. very grumpy. If you mm-hmm. disturb. It's just, it's just a pour over. I prefer that over the French press, personally. But both will help with the both bitterness. will help with the bitterness and get Huge, good coffee. Yeah. yeah, get some good coffee. Your there coffee's are a lot of, taking a bath instead of a shower. Is basically there are a lot of great local coffees around here. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Or hell, even if you you know Dunkin's got great coffee too. Like if you, if you whole beans, you grind it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the two that we have. We have Lafinca and Duncan in the house. Lafinca's great. Mm-hmm. Duncan's great. Caldy's great. By the way, if you're if you're grinding yourself and you're especially if you're hand grinding, uh, do your research on on what first of all what process you're going to do, whether it's pour over a French or whatever, and make sure you're grinding it to the right mm. uh, coarseness. Yeah. You know, because oh, there's man. a lot of there's a lot of science behind it, and if you if you skip a step or two, you're going to drastically change what you're going to taste. Or you could just put, uh, you know, Folgers in a uh, oh. in a co- in a coffee maker and be done with it. Right. Yep. You know, I, I know. I like the whole process of it. All right. One more, Jeff. we got time for one more. One more. Let's see. Uh, Moon. Yeah, it's me. Heard you going through a lot of batteries, as my grandma would say. Yeah. Somebody uh, sent over a rechargeable one that they said has been kicking butt for six plus years or something. Wow, so I'm going to look great. into that. You got another suggestion? Uh, somebody, <laughs> this almost sounds like a drug deal. If you ever need good deals, I got the hookup. <laughs> I sell batteries in the St. Louis area and usually have prices below market value. Under the value. table, man. Any questions, interested, just let me know. You want Tight, D's, man? Yeah. I got D's. Yeah. I got D's. I got D's. Always looking for D's. It's a small D, though. What's the story on the nine volts? Dude, I got a guy. I got a fresh shipment, man, of nine volts. I told you. Go, 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 I told you you got to wait. What's up? Yeah, what's up? We're Drop talking, about double A's. Big power my nine volts. I got remote control talk. cars at home. <laughs> Ain't my fault you waited. I thank you for all your emails. The Rizzuto Show. All right, Jeff has your crap on celebrities after the break. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Um, happy birthday, Riz. I like this. Me too. made a good move. Me too. I just put on some roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you shooting the duck. Yeah. There you shoot the duck. <laughs> That's a roller skating term, guys, if you didn't, if you didn't know. Not, a, like King Scott's not actually shooting a duck, but he's... Straight right. on a roller cade. It's to hold one leg up while you go on the one foot? Yeah. Yeah. I can't even do that without if I, skates. Well, if I did that, I'd be in the hospital. 
Uh, do not forget, Thursday, we are at Captain Jim's Fireworks in West Dalton. We'll be out there from 6 to 8 o'clock. It's our annual Captain Jim's broadcast. Great deals on fireworks, of course. Uh, you know, we'll be blowing stuff up. I was going to say, come on, there's nothing else for the explosions. Yeah, yeah, it's always a good time. Captain Jim's Fireworks in West Dalton will be out there on Thursday from 6 to 8 o'clock. All right, today is June 22nd, back in the day, 52 years ago, 1969. Judy Garland died of a drug overdose in London. She was only 47. Wow. If you look at some of the later photos of her, like in her her final, you know, two years, she looks a lot older than 47. Add add 10 years easy to that. Anybody ever see that movie? The one with Renee Zellweger? I I heard it was good. I did too. And it's and it's all about the final years of her life. Right, I heard Preview she looked like was great. She did a great job, yeah. <laughs> and then no one's hot, apparently. Huh. You know, I saw a movie yesterday for the first time that everybody on the planet has seen, and that's Stand by Me. It's a good one. Yeah, it's uh, it was interesting seeing it now, hearing about it since 1986. And then seeing it now and seeing some of the dated stuff. Didn't oh know yeah, River Phoenix and Jerry O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Man, River Phoenix was good. That kid was good. Yeah. Uh, 51 years ago, 1970, President Nixon signed a measure lowering the voting age to 18. Congress formalized it as the 26th Amendment a year later. 40 years ago, 1981, Mark David Chapman pleaded guilty to killing John Lennon outside his New York City apartment building. 37 years ago, 1984, The Karate Kid starring Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita. That opened in theaters 37 years ago. 34 years ago, 1987, dancing legend Fred Astaire died of pneumonia. At the age of 88, 13 years ago, 2008, comedian George Carlin died Mm. of heart failure. He was 71. And three years ago, 2018, Pantera drummer and co-founder Vinnie Paul died at home from coronary artery disease and an enlarged heart. He was only 54. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. I'm going to spend a little time with George Carlin today, or at least his uh, comedy. Celebrating his life. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Speaking of, DMX died on April the 2nd. Def Jam Records covered his funeral expenses to the tune of $35,000 plus. Well, if you saw pictures... Of uh, his funeral procession, which was basically a parade with a giant monster truck. Yeah, yeah. truck. 3,200 of that was just gas for that truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a monster truck carrying his coffin. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool indeed. The bill was initially sent to X's family, but uh, Def Jam just paid off everything from flowers to the hearse to the embalming to the casket. Wow. Did he have so. money when he died? I don't think he had money. Every time years. we bring this up, we all go, I don't think so. I mean, he had a lot of kids. Probably a lot of liquid. But a lot of kids. He sold a lot of records, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of touring. I guess sure lived a, a lavish lifestyle. Yep. I mean, this. I mean, he. So it says here, and I'm just, I'm just briefly looking at it. From 2000 to 2005, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times arrested. 07 arrested. 2008 to 2011, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times arrested. He had his problems. 2013, one, two, three, four, five times arrested. 2015, one, two, three, four, five times arrested. Oh my God. 2017 and 19, he was arrested for tax fraud. Is this every other ordered, year? So ordered, yeah. even years he he behaves. Ordered because no, he was in he's jail. In jail. Oh, <laughs> so the court ordered DMX to pay 2.29 million dollars <laughs> for the government. It was over and over. You're like 11, 13, 15, 17, 18. The only time he's not being arrested 19. is when he's in jail. Yeah, three yeah. to five years, he's clean. Sad. Man. 
Uh, James Michael Tyler. We all know him and love him as... JMT. Three first names. Gunther from uh, Friends. He was piped in. I think I'm the only... <laughs> I think I'm the only one who saw the Friends reunion thing, but he was piped in on the screen for that reunion show. And myself and a lot of other people, if you remember, I kind of went, uh-oh, why isn't he actually there? Is he working somewhere? But then he looked unwell. There was no explanation until now. This is James himself explaining. I'm here to let you know that in September of 2018, I was diagnosed with uh, advanced prostate cancer, which had spread to my bones. Well, for my uh, specific prognosis, it's, of course, a stage four, uh, late stage uh, cancer. So... Eventually, you know, it's going to probably get me. Next time you go in for just a basic exam or your yearly checkup, please ask your doctor for a PSA test. Caught early, 99% treatable. Got to his bones. I did not why. put that music behind it, by the way. I was going to say, as soon as I heard the piano, I went, oh, man. That was not me. Yeah, that was not you. That so was in the piece. He's uh, 59 years old. The cancer is spread to his spine. He's now paral- uh, he's, uh, uh, paralyzed. Uh, he said it was his call to not appear in the reunion in person because he didn't want it to be all about that. By the way, so. uh, you got your PSA checked, and that's how you found out you had a prostate Correct. cancer. Yes. And thank God they caught it early because you had your PSA checked. Right. I just got mine checked. I know Moon gets his checked on the regular. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get yours. You know, you get your blood work done. I just got my blood work done, so too. I'll get it back here shortly. Yeah. And the only reason I get it checked regularly is because it was irregular. When I first went into mentality, they said, hey, you got to get this checked out right away. And this it's is the important. thing. This is the thing that people don't realize sometimes is you can have your your first test for whether or not anything is going on or you don't have to do the DRE. You can, It's just a blood test. So many dudes are like, oh, I'm not going to have that checked because I don't want a finger up there. That's not the start. Hey, you don't yeah, have to do my, that first. My last one it's was just a couple weeks blood ago. Work. Just blood work. That's it. That's it. Uh, Billie Eilish is both apologizing for and clarifying a video of her that was uploaded recently on uh, social media using a an Asian slur. And also, also, it seemed to be mocking Asian accents. She said the clip wasn't uh, entirely as it appears. She was mouthing along to a Tyler, the Creator song called Fish. She was back when she was 13 or 14. When she, she was 13. Thir- yeah, <laughs> yeah, 13 or 14. Get she said she never heard the word before. It was never used around people her trying to before. cancel her. Yeah, so she didn't know even what it meant. Get the f*** out of here. By the way, in the article, it was also mentioned that uh, Mr. Creator himself was not given any trouble for using that in a song several years ago. But people were trying to call her out for whatever. And this would be your... What? You're texting tough guys, your keyboard warriors, your people who go up on Twitter and you find something to complain These about, are right? Just people that are going around looking to cancel everybody. Which brings me to uh, Ricky Gervais's message for those who complain via Twitter. People take everything personally. I think the world revolves around them, right? Particularly on Twitter, right? I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting, okay? I don't know who's following me. I've got 12 million followers. I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing, right? Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't want guitar lessons. There's a number here. Right, all that, right? Are you giving me guitar lessons? Yeah. I don't want any. 
<laughs> Fine, it's not for you then. Just walk away. Don't worry about it. Read it. You don't care about it. Move good on. That's so All right. good. Mm. Reading labels here, Riz. Guess who has their own booze on the market now? I right. guess who has their own booze. L Cranberry Juice Guy? Nathan Apodaca. Brought us joy to the entire nation way more than 15 minutes ago. He posted a video of himself skateboarding to work, drinking Ocean Spray, singing along to uh, Dreams from Fleetwood Mac. Now he's got uh, a new kind of joy for us. His very own cranberry juice. And it's loaded cranberry juice. It's called Cranberry Dreams Cosmo 11.1% alcohol. Ooh. Uh, don't ride your skateboard after uh, guzzling um, some of this. It's on sale now in 2,000 liquor stores, grocery stores, convenience stores. Uh, it'll be available online soon. Hey, good friend, man. Slap his name on that. Make some Do money. Do it what you can while you can. That's Don't great. wait, right? Don't wait 20, 30, 40 years like uh, Kiss did. Do you guys remember this song, Cold Gin from Kiss? Uh, anybody no. big uh, Kiss fans? I mean, I like some of their stuff. Gin coming out, yeah. They got a gin coming out, it's called uh, cold, cold gin. Cold gin sure. Yeah, this is gold 47 gin. years after they released that song. It's only available in Europe right now. The alcohol is described as not something I would necessarily want from a gin, uh, 40% alcohol content, but it's the juniper, it's the lemon, it's the herb undertones, that sort of thing. I'm a dry gin guy, but Boy, this more like a tangerine. I know you guys aren't big Kiss fans, I do like some of their stuff. I'm, uh, I'm a fan, but it's, I'm not a Kiss fan. It's at all. amazing how many. Artists, how many rock bands cite Kiss as a major influence? Yeah, mm -hmm. that—that's very, very different than what a non-Kiss fan would hear. I mean, you, you know, your Detroit that. rock cities. You know, your rock and roll all night. Mm -hmm. you know, God gave rock and roll. I like that lower guitar or whatever, the lower tone guitar or whatever the technical term would be. I, I think it's kind of cool. I listen to like Love Gun or I mean, some of these songs are filthy. Uh, really? Lick it up. Yeah, great songs. Yeah, about ice cream. Uh, Palm, <laughs> I don't think so. Palm Springs city officials, tell me if you'd be okay with your kids going up to, uh, to uh, Marilyn Monroe uh, statue. Uh, Palm Springs officials uh, uh, officially unveiled a 26-foot-tall Marilyn Monroe statue. This happened Saturday night. If you think of a statue of Marilyn Monroe and a pose, what are you thinking of? It's probably above the subway grate. Yeah, yes, it's the from skirt. the down her skirt. Yeah, so the statue is called Forever Marilyn based on the famous flowing skirt scene. From seven year itch. The main issue is for protesters is that you stand under it, you look up and see Marilyn's underwear. And people are very upset about it. Misogyny has got to stop. Into that million dollars to bring her back because it brought back the business. This is a tourist area. We will not always agree on issues, but we want to have open, transparent conversations about these issues. I appreciate the people who are raising issues about Me Too and how women are treated in the media. We went to work to really find what are the real facts about Marilyn? How did she feel about that moment? Was it empowering for her? They could move her earlier if, they, if it's not open, but I think she's going to be a great help, and I think people are thrilled she's back. So it's it's like right at the end or entrance to something. It's like you can't avoid it. And the museum where it's where it's being exhibited exhibited are wor it's worth the people are they're worried that it's 
people think that it's the museum's exhibit. It's not. It's just what, so who put this thing up? It's the uh, park officials or city officials. Is what it says. Palm Springs city officials. And so the museum's how, like, how big is this isn't thing? ours. This isn't our 26 foot tall. It just seems Whoa. tacky. As and it you is. could stand right underneath <laughs> it and literally look up yeah, and it's see your panties. It does a 26 foot statue of, of anything or anybody. It just seems kind of tacky. It's tacky that, right? I mean, doesn't it? Yeah. You're just walking along like, oh, look, somebody decided to spend money on this. But I mean, she's from there. That makes sense. Oh, wait, no, never mind. She wasn't. <laughs> was she, is she Oklahoma or? She's California. She was born in. Originally? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, born in L.A. there. Well, as of now, it's officially scheduled to be there for three years. So I'm sure they're going to be fighting about it for three years. 2019 Spielberg Stephen. Report. Yes, Spielberg, comma, Steven. <laughs> yes, uh, he, he urged the Motion Picture Academy of, uh, to ban movies released to theaters uh, and streaming services simultaneously from Oscar consideration. Remember that? Yeah, he was one of the, the people out in front. One mm-hmm. people to go to movie, movie theaters and watch that. Not Apparently, the streaming nonsense. He was accused of that. Apparently, he never actually did that, but he still championed people seeing movies in movie theaters. Tony. Quick question and answer. You ready? Steven Spielberg and his Amblin Productions uh, company just entered into a deal to make movies for A, Pornhub, B, (laughs) KPLR Channel 11, or C, Netflix. Ooh, I definitely would probably uh, normally guess. Netflix. Amblin already (laughs) does help produce some stuff uh, for some Netflix. Uh, There's a series called The uh, The Haunting of Hill House. You can have your cake and eat it, too, in this. When your last name is Spielberg, yeah, absolutely. You could uh, encourage people to go to the theater to watch movies, and uh, you could also embrace streaming. Yeah. Like, there are certain movies I will go out of my way to see on the big screen. Like, I'm really glad we got to see Quiet Place 2 on the big screen. Mm -hmm. I'm upset we didn't get to see Wonder Woman on the big screen. I get that. Where we had to watch it streaming. Some movies I will will go and watch it uh, because it deserves a big... Cinematic experience. Sure. Is uh, Corn one of those bands that was going to be coming somewhere, going somewhere, and then canceled everything and is going back on a tour? Does anybody know? Uh, yeah, Stained uh, and, and, stained and Corn them, come yeah. here, yeah. Uh, Fieldy, their bassist, is uh, taking a hiatus from the band, which I looked up means he's not going to be with the band when oh, they come no. around. Yeah. What, what's going on? Uh, social media statement, he said, quote, the past six years I've been dealing with some personal issues that at times have caused me to fall back on some of my old bad habits and has caused some tension with the people around me. It's been suggested to me to take some time off to heal. I'm going to respect what was asked of me and take that time. Unfortunately, you will not see me on the stage with my band. The bassist said he'll be, quote, working towards getting the bad the bad habits out of my system. He then addressed his bandmates saying, I love you. Don't want to bring any attention to, or bad vibes to the circle. Wow. wow. So, yeah, Tony, you're right. Sorry, it says right here, staying huh. this summer. Yeah, he's the original guy. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have a lot of, I don't know those guys very well, but we have a lot of mutual friends. And from everything that they say, those are some really genuine dudes. That's not what I hear. You don't think so? No. I, I've, I heard the complete opposite. But, oh, for, hey, well, as, as far as Brian and Monkey goes, every, everybody, everybody that I know that knows those guys. Feel like they're pretty. I hope. I hope. Pretty genuine fellers. And finally, just real quickly, uh, Conan. This is his last week on TBS with his show. And I don't know if you guys know this about Paul Rudd. I didn't know this until reading this, but I love looking up like just compilation videos on YouTube that make me laugh. And apparently, Paul Rudd has done this thing to Conan for oh, this 15, is the 10, best. 15, 20 years, where every time he has mm-hmm. a new movie, he comes on Conan and he talks about the movie and then says, "Hey, here's a clip." And it's a clip from some old movie from Mac the and 80s. Mac uh, and 
uh, Mac and Me, where yep. some guy in a yeah. in a wheelchair is falling off a cliff, and he did that again just recently uh, to uh, Bill Hader on an episode. So that is up on the blog, and then I found on YouTube a compilation of him doing that to Conan over the years, yeah, it's very which funny. is fantastically entertaining. All right, celebrating a birthday today, golfer Dustin Johnson is 37. Is he the one married to Gretzky? Wayne Gretzky's daughter? Uh, For his sake, I, I hope believe so. so. Well, he's 37 today. Scrubs actor Donald Faison is 47. Carson Daly is 48. Retired quarterback who led the St. Louis Rams to the Super Bowl 34 victory against Tennessee. Who? Kurt Warner. He is 50 years old today. MMA legend Randy Couture is 58. Basketball Hall of Famer Clyde Drexler is 59. Cindy Lauper. Clyde. Cindy Lauper is 68. Meryl Streep is 72. Singer and record producer Todd Rundgren is 73. And I don't know why when I saw... This number, I got kind of sad. Chris Christopherson is how old? 87. 90. He's 85 years old. Ooh, that's close. Congratulations. And I'm not a huge country music fan or Chris Christopherson fan, but he looks like a nice guy. Does he, he not look like a nice yeah. guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's his stories are... Uh, he is a nice guy, I, I do believe, because he helped Johnny Cash get sober. He... His history of helping people is pretty right. amazing. And, and you see 85, and man, this yeah. guy's in his in the twilight of his life. Yeah. And he wrote Damn so Damn it. <laughs> he's like the uh, the male Dolly Parton where so many of his songs he wrote have been covered and are massive hits, but you'd For have no people. clue he wrote them. Yeah. And he's a movie Congratulations star. Congratulations to him again. Yeah. He was in Big Top Pee Wee. Yeah, see? <laughs> he's a big star. All right, today's Porno Birthday, which has been brought to you by Patricia Super Fun and Fantasy Meet, is My Lynn. And today's birthday girl has been in 208 fine film, films. Are you familiar with Mylan? I'm familiar with her work. Yeah. <laughs> he always nods if he knows who you're talking about. Uh, Mylan <laughs> was in The Best Little Whorehouse in San Francisco. She was in a movie called Black in the Saddle. In a movie called The China Bitch. Mm. <laughs> Flaming Tongues 2. <laughs> Three Men and a Geisha. Uh, Jeff's personal favorite, Up the Yin Yang. <laughs> and uh, who could forget her role in 1986's Fortune Cookie Nookie? Oh, boy. Uh, Mylin is 69 years old today. Happy birthday. At your porno birthday, those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, after the break, it is on. After the break, it's time for Match Up with Bill. Hey, this is comedian and civil rights activist Jeff Dye, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. I believe uh, Moon is up six on me. Mm-hmm, think so. Oh, I don't like that at all. It's been like that for some time. Yeah, we just keep splitting. Uh, Moon has been up all of 2021, but it's been between five and seven yeah. for a couple months, or like probably two months now. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Hope to uh, cut that to four today. It's time for Match Up with Moon. And now it's time for so, Patrico will ask us five questions each. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win. Their choice of prizes. So, while one is answering the questions, the other will be in isolation. Moon, as the champion, you get to pick. I will will receive... you receive the questions first, or will you put in isolation? I shall receive questions first on the first round. Please, Riz, thank you. Okay. So, it's settled. So, I will need the isolation headphones here in just a second. Let's get our teammates... All right, let's go to Susie in Highland. Susie, good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Susie. Is it Team Riz or Team Moon today? I think I'm going to go with you today. All right. I hope we win, Susie. I'm playing for you. Hang on. And we got Holly in Wildwood. Holly, 
Hi. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. You are Team Moon. Hi. Okay. Holly Team Moon. Okay. And on one second. All right, so I'm for uh, I'm for Susie. Moon's for Holly. Let's get the headphones going. Moon will take the questions first. I will be in isolation as Moon answers the questions. All right. Jeff, as the keeper of the isolation music theme yeah, this, today. Yeah, this first round of Led Zeppelin, uh, their one and only trip to Iceland uh, was uh, celebrated on this day or happened on this day in history. So we will celebrate that trip with music from Tripping Daisy. <laughs> How's that sound? I thought we were going to get Bjork. No. I like it. Or maybe some Led Zeppelin. I don't Trippin know. Daisy, yeah, is it? Crazy. Got a girl? Is that uh, it? Yeah, that's one Trippin of them. Trippin' Daisy. Yeah. Okay. Just hit it. You're going to listen to My Umbrella. Okay. Moon. Tony Patrico. A blacksmith primarily works on what metal? Steel. The first x-ray ever done was on what part of the human body? Oh, man, I don't know. I know that they used it for uh, sizing shoes for some time there. Um, on what part of the body? Oh, man, that's... I'm just going to say foot. Huh? Uh, Sally Ride was the first American woman in space. In what decade did she do that? Um, I'm going to say that was in the... Was that in the 70s or the 80s? It was probably the 90s. Um, I guess I'll go 80s. I really don't know. What is a group of geese called? Oh, he's going to know that because he just said that with the facts thing b before. He's going to know that. That's a bummer. Say the question again, sorry. What is a group of geese called? Gaggle. An angle that is greater than 90 degrees is called what type of angle? Greater than 90 degrees. Correct. Acute? Obtuse? Obtuse or acute? Acute, I think, is less than 90. Obtuse doesn't sound right. Obtuse angle, acute. Acute angle? Oh, man, I don't know. I'm going to say acute just because I don't think obtuse sounds right. And uh, here's the tiebreaker. Get Pacific. Mm -hmm. What year did Sally Ride go up into space? Oh, God. 1982. Thank you. Man, I, 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 I'm okay. sorry, Holly. Hey. Okay. How'd you do, pal? Uh, I think I did terribly. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I hate to hear Opportunity that. Opportunity for me yeah. to steal. <laughs> All right. Good luck. What are you, you going to give Moon? Uh, I got a girl. I think that'd be good for him. Okay. Ready? Here Ready. All right. Moon is in isolation, and it's time for me to answer the questions. A blacksmith primarily works with what metal? Blacksmith, uh, iron. The first x-ray ever done was what part of the human body? <sighs> the first x-ray. Uh, uh, femur. Yeah, that's, that's a tough question. Sally Ride was the first American woman in space. In what decade did she accomplish that? The 80s. What is a group of geese called? gaggle. An angle that is greater than 90 degrees is called what type of angle? Obtuse. Get Pacific. What year did <laughs> Sally Ride go up into space? Uh, uh, I'm going to say 1981. Thank you, Riz. All right. All right, Moon Man. 
I kind of flew through these. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I was pretty confident on a couple of them. Uh, that X-ray question, really, that that one. Oh, that's a random one. I mean, that's if, you, if you don't know it, it's just, yeah. It's, that's a guess. It's a ridiculous. Well, I had a few ridiculous guests. Uh, All right. Guesses, I think. I'm playing for Susie. Moon is playing for Holly. Yeah, I'm sorry, Holly. That was not my best. Let's get the answers. A blacksmith primarily works with what metal? Moon, you said steel. Riz, you said iron. The correct answer is iron and steel. So you guys are both correct. All right. All right. Uh, the first x-ray ever done. By the way, if you're in like a trivia night or something, the correct answer is usually just iron. But it's iron and steel because that's what a blacksmith is. Brownsmith is like copper and brass, but it's mostly copper. But mm. those are your answers. So gotcha. you are correct. Uh, the first x-ray ever done was of what part of the human body? Moon, you said foot. Riz, you said femur. The first body part ever x-rayed was the guy who invented its wife's hand. Uh. Oh, well, I knew that they were using him for shoe sizers for a while there in, in like shoe stores oh, yeah? and uh, orthopedics. Yeah, That's why... I've that was the guess. Oh, I got it wrong. Sally Ride was the first American woman in space. In what decade did she accomplish that? Riz, you said the 80s. Moon, you said the 80s. You guys are both correct. All right. All right. Yeah. What is a group of geese called? You both said gaggle. You both are correct. Okay. An angle that is greater than 90 degrees is called what type of angle? Moon, you said acute. Oh, Riz, yes. you said obtuse. God dang it. It is obtuse. Oh, man. It just sounded yeah. wrong to me. Let me uh, congratulate uh, Susie here for a second. Hey, Susie, we won. Woo-hoo! All right, Susie. What was the tiebreaker, please? All right, hang on one second. Tiebreaker is get Pacific. What year did Sally Ride go up into space? Moon, you said 82. Riz, you said 81. It is. The correct answer is 83. Oh. Man, I should have set up two, so now to beat you. That's a real shame. I let myself down there. I let Holly down. Don't look at me. It's a tough it, one. It's not a tough one because I had that one right. I just picked the wrong one. Man, you are a sore loser, aren't you? I won, so it doesn't uh, you, matter. You've lost three years in a row, but if you want to it keep the It doesn't matter. I just won there. that one, so I'm not <laughs> being a sore loser. I'm being a sore winner. Which I think <laughs> is a result of being a they're sore loser both, for three they're years. They're both dick moves, by the way. So. What, are you, what are your thoughts on, and somebody asked this on social media, what are your thoughts on uh, just during this game giving Moon uh, his own separate uh, celebration and uh, oh, buttons? That, that would be lovely. What do you mean? Like, so you know how, like, you he get, was like, you get to he was intimidate. Like, he was like, and, well, I tried to pick that. And he went, and then he went, but he was like, well, no, I'm with that. Yeah, you get what to intimidate and no. mind games with, with, a, with a slew of buttons, a bank of intimidation tactics. And yet you still can't win on a consistent basis. Let's Stop do the, being obtuse. Let's do the next round. <laughs> God dang it. I knew that, too. I knew yeah, that. It just bad, sounded buddy. wrong. It's too bad. It is too bad. Sorry, uh, let's Holly. go to uh, Jimmy in Webster Groves. Jimmy, Team Riz, Team Moon. Oh, we're definitely going Team Riz for the sweep today. All right, buddy. Thank you, Jimmy. That's Jimmy. Mark, you are a Team Moon. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this this is... Hmm. What? Oh, boy. We got already controversy. No, you... but why you hit these buttons already in so round two? This is what leads to it. You get built up. You get so confident. Well, it's some, I, the I, keep, I'm, keep it coming. I'm very confident today. <laughs> keep it coming. I just don't want in five minutes you all of a sudden go, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. All right, let's put uh, Moon in Isolation music. Round, round two, uh, Nirvana's Kurt Cobain was rushed to the hospital on this day in 1992 after a gig in Belfast, uh, suffering from acute stomach pain. So let's listen to Willie Nelson. So we're going to listen to songs with the word pain in the title. <laughs> okay. Pain lies on the riverside. Okay. 
live mm-hmm. from uh, the first record, huh? Yes. Uh, they do have a first record. I know. Mental jewelry. It's, it's very good. Yes. Okay, let's get the uh, music going here. All right. Tones, here we go. Michael Jordan started in the NBA with the Chicago Bulls in 1984. He played his last game in 2003. For who? Oh, boy. Uh, the Hornets. In 2009, what movie starring Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie earned Best Picture honors? 2009, uh, The Avengers. The Olympic oh, Ring. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 2009, uh, Hurt Locker. The five Olympic rings are five different colors. Blue, yellow, green, red, and... Black. What is the strongest sense in a dog? What is the strongest sense? Yeah. I think the obvious one is smell, but I think it's going to be hearing. No hearing. Just own the night like the 4th of July. Is a line from what pop hit? Uh, Firework from Katy Perry. The tiebreaker question is, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the career leader in all-time points scored with 38,387. Michael Jordan is fifth to the closest thousand. How many points? How how much was Kareem? Kareem is 38,387, and he's all-time leader. Jordan is fifth to the closest thousand. How many? I'm going to say 32,000. Thank you, Riz. Okay. All right, Moon Man. Can, can you hand those headphones to me, please? No. Boy. I mean. Boy. Sorry, man. I'm disappointed that I lost the last one. You didn't win it. I, Jeff, I, can I have I the headphones, it. please? Uh, Sure. I'll. Because Moon is being a sore everything. loser. <laughs> now you have to wait. Now you got to wait. This is the only buzzer that I have. Okay, Jeff, what's, uh, what's my song? Uh, this is going to be Robert Cray's The Forecast Calls for Pain. Okay, never nice heard this one. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, here we go. Boom. Tony Petrico. Michael Jordan started playing in the NBA with the Chicago Bulls in 1984. He played his last game in 2003. For who? I don't know. I don't know. Raptors. The Raptors. I'll say Wizards. In 2009, what movie starring Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie earned Best Pictures honors? Best Picture honors. That was um, The Hurt Locker. The five Olympic rings are five different colors. Blue, yellow, green, red, and... Black. What is the strongest sense in a dog? Uh, smell. Just own the night like the 4th of July is a line from what pop hit? Um. Firework. Fireworks? The t- yeah. The tiebreaker question. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the career leader in all-time points scored with 38,387. Michael Jordan is fifth on that list. To the closest thousand, how many points? Okay, I'm sorry. Re- repeat it again. So, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Abdul- is the league leader. leader. 38,387. 38,000. Jordan is fifth. To the closest thousand, how many points? Uh, 
I will say 36,000. Thank you, Moon. Hey, buddy. Oh. All right. How do you think you did there, Moon Man? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. That one felt... Uh, well... The, 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 the first round, I, I didn't feel confident at all, and I shredded it. Uh, I, I should have done even better. So I, I really don't know. I, I don't know how I did it. Okay, well, let's, let's find out I think together. I did okay. I'm playing for Jimmy, and you're playing for Mark. Tell me the answers. Michael Jordan started in the NBA with the Bulls in 84, played his last game in 03 for what team? Riz, you said the Hornets. Moon, you said the Wizards. The correct answer is... The Washington Wizards. Uh, I knew he was part, like he's part owner of the team. The yeah, I knew, I knew it was, oh, which are now, I guess, the Hornets again. Uh, and the wizard, the Wizards were blue, right? Like a yeah. like a bright blue. See, I got That's that. All I, I got that confused. I thought he was an owner of the Wizards. We don't care. Go ahead, what's, what's number two. Hey, in two thousand nine. <laughs> That's my buzzer. <laughs> in two thousand nine, what movie starring Jeremy Renner and Anthony Mackie earned Best Picture honors? You both said The Hurt Locker. You both are correct. Damn it! Oh, I couldn't. Be, I, I kept thinking Full Metal Jacket. I, I was like, "What is the? Well, I thought what the is Avengers the wording?" First. I think they're both in the Avengers. Oh yeah, that's tricky. But Anthony Mackie came in later as Falcon. And the, it, the Avengers have never won Best Picture. Yeah, good point. Good yeah, point. Mom. Because that was uh, Locker. Catherine. Um, Catherine Bigelow. Bigelow. That's yeah. right. She she won Best Director. Didn't mm -hmm. she? First female, I guess, to to win that. The five Olympic rings are five different colors. Blue, yellow, green, red, and you both said black. You both are correct. Oh, okay. What is the strongest sense in a dog? Riz, you said hearing. No, you Moon, you said smelling. It's smell. I, I thought it was a trick question. Damn it, I lost. Well, you got killed on this one. What's the next one? Just own the night. I said Like the 4th of July is a line from what pop hit. You both said firework. You both oh, man, are correct. you got killed. Why don't you shut your face? Hey, how about the uh, <laughs> how about the tiebreaker? Let's. Uh, let's, let's I'm go sorry, ahead Jimmy. Just take your win there. <laughs> Why did let's I get your... uh, lose this one? <laughs> well, it's to the closest thousand. How many points did Michael Jordan score all time? He was fifth. Uh, I said to the closest thousand. Riz, you said thirty-two thousand. Moon, you said thirty-six thousand. Uh, the correct answer is thirty-two two ninety-two. Oh, so wow. damn it! That's so close. But, uh, we're uh, we're we're. Back, Back all, at six, huh? All squared. Oh, man. Back to, uh... I'm sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Holly. Sometimes I just got to go with yes. my gut. So much. I got to go with my gut and stop thinking everything's a, a trick question. Jeff, I don't know I if you... I did the same if, thing if, with I, the cute and obtuse, man. I don't know if you did this, but as soon as he went, it's probably going to be smelling... Ah, but I'm going to go with hearing. Yeah. And I went, have he lost? He I'll just lost it. I went, I went, well, he lost it. That's okay, you lost on Wizards. At least it wasn't down to one. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. I think it's harder to lose by one than it is by two. Yep. Man. Sorry. Oh! God! If only had a longer arm. I'll give it to myself. Okay, I'll give it to myself. It's fine. Hey, we had a couple winners today. No more talking. The Rizzuto Show. No more talking for you. Hey, Riz. It's time to take a commercial Riz, how you doing over there, man? How you feeling? <laughs> if I could sum it up in one sound, it'd be. <laughs> I know how you feel. Uh, headline goo and sports. Hey, this is Rachel Feinstein, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> so coming up on Thursday, Donnie Fandango's 11th annual Radiothon to benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities of St. Louis. Uh, 
The uh, Radiothon kicks off at 10, so of course, you got to get your song requests in, got to get your business plugs in, but we're doing something early, uh, earlier this year, for the first time. Somebody called it like the Donnie Fandango Fast Pass. Yes, genius. It must have been me. You could get your request in right now for a song and have your song play within the first 25 songs, like reserve your place in line for your song with your donation. All the details at 1057thepoint.com. Just click on that Radiothon tab. Great every year, man. Donnie lays it all out there for sure. He does, and we have fun, uh, we have fun helping him out. Yep. That too. All right, King Scott. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go it. What's going on in the news today? Today. All right, King Scott headline here. Former Bachelor host Chris Harrison was reportedly given $9 million to leave the franchise. But don't worry, fans. With his credentials, he can get another job anywhere except BT. George Clooney and other celebrities are funding a public high school in Los Angeles that will teach film industry skills. And it's about time kids get the opportunity to learn how to be handsome. (laughs) Carrie Fisher will be honored with a Walk of Fame star, and it's right next to Andy Dick. But not Andy Dick's star. Andy Dick literally sleeps on a bench next to it. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow says her daughter hasn't seen any of her movies. Kim Kardashian's praying her kids feel the same. Oh, boy. Cindy Lauper turned 68 today, and now when she just wants to have fun, she watches CBS. (laughs) Japan will allow up to 10,000 fans to attend Olympic events, even though most Japanese fans haven't been vaccinated, which means the Tokyo Games will win a gold medal for super spreading. Yeah. The Chicago Bears may leave Soldier Field. Bears fans haven't been this disappointed since every moment of their lives after 1986. (laughs) Wingstop is starting an offshoot business called Thigh Stop. It's expected to do much better than their other offshoot business, Beak Stop. (laughs) A study found that pizza is the best food to order on a first date, provided, of course, that pizza isn't served at Chuck E. Cheese. Otherwise... That's the first and last date. And finally, doctors say COVID-19 can cause diabetes, or if you live in Kentucky, more diabetes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) May the goo be with you. All right, man. Good. Good one today. Thank you. Real good one today. Appreciated every bit of that, mm-hmm. especially the Kim Kardashian joke. Yeah, I think. That was good. A couple of shots that. fired. That was my favorite. All right, Tony, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Sports brought to you by Nissan. Choose Nissan today. Get big savings. Shop Nissan.com. Cardinals and Tigers get a series started up in Detroit tonight. Johan uh, Oviedo gets a start for the Cardinals. First pitch scheduled for 610. You have to say it right. It's Tigers. Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals and Tigers. I don't know if anybody saw the Cubs game last night. Anybody watch any of I it at home? No. Uh, Cubs shortstop Javier Baez benched by manager David Ross after what? What do you think could have caused Javier Baez uh, to get benched? Did he sleep with his wife? It happened middle of the game. Did he sleep with his wife? No. Nope. <laughs> Even more impressive. <laughs> so Javier Baez. Although I think he would have been benched for that too. Was benched because he got doubled off of first base in the fourth inning of Monday's 4 to nothing loss to the Indians. Baez said he was, quote, surprised when he was pulled out but accepted the punishment. Why? Well, he forgot how many outs there were. Uh, and he ran 
like there were two outs. Fundamentals, kids. Oh, it's on the big screen. This is professional baseball. That's why. Baez, yeah. yeah. You got to go. We got two out, guys. Two, yeah, out, two, outs. two outs, guys. Baez came off the field. Cameras caught him talking to the manager, uh, David Ross. They talked in the dugout. Baez then just headed to the clubhouse, and another guy That's took a, over for him at shortstop. Crack a gold Budweiser. Yep. So he was the base runner? Mm-hmm. Should also and be the, on the coach, by the way. The first page. Well, I mean, if he took off and he went, come back, come back, and he was already gone, he said he started sprinting. Well, as 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 a base coach, you got to go, all right, uh, Jose, we got uh, two outs. Two outs here? There was only one two out. Outs, one two outs. Two outs. One out. One out. One out. One out. Come on, boys. Well, bingo. Run on the pitch. One out. Last coach, one. All right. Last night, the Lightning and the Islanders played game five of their Stanley Cup final semifinal round, oh, and it close. was ugly. Oh, okay. Lightning scored 45 seconds in the game. And then scored seven more unanswered times. Final score, eight to zero. One of the videos that is going around that absolutely has me dying is, so they showed the crowd at a watch party at the Coliseum. Watching the game, this is awesome. And it shows an Islanders fan stand up after they scored the seventh goal, stand up, take off his jersey, slam it on the ground, and then walk out. Wow. Man, come on, it's one game. Yeah, it and it's ugly. an expensive piece of clothing. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, they, well, they didn't it show his, him it coming his back brother's jersey. So oh, okay. That's good. Good. His yeah, brother cam- came back and got it? Oh, yeah. Camera shut knows? off, and then they, he went. Uh, who knows if he got it or not. I'm assuming he did, but he might have just been trying to go get one final beer. Uh, tonight, the Canadians and Golden Knights play Game 5 Series. All tied up. Puck drop is at 8 o'clock. Tonight, also Game 2 of the Suns and Clippers. Suns beat the Clippers in Game 1. Tip-off is at 8. Hawks and Bucks get their series started tomorrow night. Well, I saw a video from uh, inside. I, I, I don't know where they were playing, but Suns fans and Clipper fans fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Suns and four. Uh, Suns and four. No, no, this is a different video. This is a video that was released yesterday, two days ago. Oh, no, another so, one? So they're the in NLA? Phoenix. Oh, they're in Phoenix. Phoenix, and there's, a, I mean, a gang of Suns fans. I oh, mean, I saw, all of I saw them these, in, the, in the hallway. Yeah, I saw that And one there's too. two Clippers fans that are drawn back and forth. And one of the Clippers fans punches a guy in the face. And then those two guys get the on. crap kicked out of Yeah, him. this is not the place to be throwing the first punch, buddy. Nope. Uh, as teams get eliminated from the playoffs, we're starting to get a clear picture of who's going to be on Team USA basketball for the Olympics. It's pretty incredible. So here are guys that are rumored to have accepted a spot on the Olympic team roster. Team USA. Dame Lillard, Devin Booker, James Harden, St. Louis's own Bradley Beal, St. Louis's own Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, uh, oh players gosh. you won't be seeing on the roster. Steph Curry, out. Okay. Jimmy Butler, injured, out. Anthony Davis, injured, out. LeBron James wants to promote Space Jam 2, out. So, so this is almost that... as good as the uh, the first Dream Team then. That I mean, they're crazy. saying that the talent, talent alone, this team should just cruise through. Yeah, this but would be a fun one, man. Who knows? I don't, listen, I don't need to see LeBron. I'm okay with yeah. him. Uh, no Christian Leitner? No, no, Jeff, no. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the College World Series is happening right now, and it's showcasing some pretty cool young talent, including some of former uh, son of former MLB Al Leiter. Remember Al Leiter? The oh, pitcher? yeah, Al Leiter. Jack Leiter is already projected as a top-five draft pick, and he has been dealing for Vanderbilt. I mean, throwing gas. And yesterday, even though Vanderbilt lost, he still struck out 15. Whew. Vanderbilt will play an elimination game against Stanford on Wednesday. NC State will play the winner of that game on was Friday. Was it Al and his brother Jim? Was there Jim Leiter? Who was the lighter that wasn't there a lighter that only had one hand? Or is that Abbott? No, that's Jim Abbott. Yeah. Who bitched the, yeah, the who brother no hitter? Yeah, she was a cigarette. Yeah, he's I remember. A, <laughs> oh my he's god. He's an Angels pitcher, right? Yeah, yeah. and I think Twig is. He, well, he played for <laughs> Al Lighter played for the Yankees too. For oh, the I was just talking about Abbott. Abbott. Uh, the Yankees too. Oh, okay. I think he pitched no hitter with the Yankees. Oh, I, I just remember watching him as an angel. Mm-hmm. No, he, he was do. the one, yeah, one arm he would take the glove and put another. Uh. Al Lighter had a brother, didn't he? 
have no idea. Siblings, Mark Leiter, John Leiter, Kurt Leiter, Alexia, Eric. One of them pitched. A little? Uh, Mark Leiter? (laughs) A little Leiter? Minnesota Vikings rookie defensive tackle Jalen Twyman. He was in a car in Washington, D.C., and uh, he was shot four times. And his agent said, wrong place, wrong time. He had nothing to do with it. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's expected to make a full recovery and be good to go. Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib. And I think that's how you say his name. He became the first active NFL player to come out as gay. He's 28 years old, and he made the announcement via an Instagram post. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. I just think that representation and visibility are so important. I actually hope that like one day, videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. But until then, you know, I'm gonna do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And I'm gonna start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. Get on him. Dang, man, well, well, well said. Yep. And, and obviously, like, a bunch of people in the NFL, a bunch of players, coaches, uh, you know, former players are all supporting him, and they're, you know, tweeting out his support. And uh, according to one talking head, this is going to – this is just a thing, and now it's going to go away. Well, like, they're saying he's he's a player where he keeps his head down, as, as he works hard, be. and he's just going to go. And, 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 pr- and pretty soon it's going to be not a big deal when somebody comes out. That's yeah. the hope. It's right. a big deal. That's the hope. Yep. And, and uh, I know Jeff said uh, – Michael Sam was was trending yesterday. Michael yeah. Sam. That's how I found the story. Yeah. And, uh-huh. But I said, well, Michael Sam was the first openly gay NFL player. He never played know. a he game. Never, never and he up, came man. and he came out before he was even drafted. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a guy drafted with NFL years under his belt, announcing that he's. Gay. I saw that Warren Moon said that uh, former Oiler, Oiler great, that uh, he played with at least five gay uh-huh. players on on his team. Yep. Uh, finally here, Kansas City Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark. He was arrested in L.A. after police saw a submachine gun just hanging out in the back of his car. He was pulled over for a vehicle violation. It was 920 on was Sunday night. Was submachine gun not wearing a seatbelt? Yeah. Officers, submachine gun, man. I'm hanging out. But think about this. This is how this guy rolls around. Officers notice a duffel bag with an Uzi sticking out of it in plain sight in the back seat. Clark was arrested on suspicion of having a concealed firearm in the vehicle. He was already uh, posted bond, and and we'll have to see how this pans out. But just driving around, duffel bag with an Uzi next to you. Wow. Mm. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I think we'll do the uh, the real or fake picks tomorrow after the break. Headline news, and we've got some food news for you. Hey, hey, this is Mark Norman coming at you, fatties. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, you big fat douche. Who's the one that suggested I watch Trailer Park Boys? Me. I think I've got to kind of slow my roll on that a little bit. Watching too much. Why? <laughs> Are you starting to think that you commit crimes? Are yeah, you starting to want to yeah, live in a trailer? To my reality. Yeah. My reality guy. You like cats now, don't you? Yeah, I like cats. <laughs> I want people to start calling me bubbles. Yeah, you started rapping. It's a really good show. You're constantly looking out for kids throwing bottles at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real if you're looking for something really silly, 
Sounds like it so far. R Ricky is one of the best characters in the in the creation of, of television, mm -hmm. mostly just because of the fact that he says, and I'm sure you've probably picked up on some of the Rickyisms oh, by he's now. Just, he's just instead, really instead of like, stupid. Instead of water under the bridge, he always thinks he knows what he's talking about, but he doesn't. He goes, come on, man. You just got to get over it, man. It's like water under the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like little things like that. And he says them, 10 of them every episode. Um, and Well, yesterday I was sitting around. I had you know, a couple minutes. And I'm like, I'm going to try one of these movies. Because they like four or five movies, too, to go along with the 14 seasons of the show. And the movie, I, I found, I watched the first 15 minutes. Uh, the movies are shot a little different than the TV show. A little show. bit, yeah. I kind of like the look of the TV show where it's kind of the mockumentary kind of thing. I don't know if I'm into the movies. I don't, I don't like the movies. I told you that before. Because each episode is like 20, 25 minutes long. You're in, you're out. You laugh. So you like the pacing of the house. I really do. That's a really good show. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome. But I got to kind of... And it kind of throttled back a little bit. <laughs> the best is when he, when Ricky repo, uh, proposes to his lady and he goes, do you want to get married by me? <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife will walk in every once in a while. It's usually the show that I, I watch before I go to bed. So it's just uh, sit down and start watching. He goes, these are horrible people. Why do you watch shows that have horrible people? Know, okay, so maybe I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you this myself, website yeah. because I think you would have fun with this. So these are all the Rickyisms. So what he meant to say was, I can't think of the right words to say. And what Ricky said was, I don't have enough people words to make it understand you the way that it understands me. <laughs> <laughs> he he constantly talks about how he loves Indiana Jones, but he calls him Indianapolis Jones. <laughs> I, I powered through It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And those, uh, the people on that show were some horrible people. Who's worse? The people on Trailer Park Boys are... Or it's always sunny. Trailer Park Boys, because it's all yeah. about drugs and doing illegal things. The they always sunny people are just idiots. And I mean, they're stupid. You know what I'm saying? For example, Ricky again. The saying is, keep your friends close. And your enemies closer. And he says, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies toasters. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's the little things like that that make that show so good. It is so silly. All right, speaking of Trailer Park Boys. There is Udo Show headline whoosh. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry online at ninjabling.com. It is every Hoosier stereotype. Every Hoosier stereotype. It's unbelievable. All right, today's headline news story comes to us from Saskatchewan, Canada. Oh! Okay. Now, you've probably uh, heard the expression, get off my lawn. It, it's jokingly used to poke fun at old people. But it could still be used literally. A person was mowing on uh, Moe's lawn on, on Tuesday evening of last week when he caught a couple having sex <laughs> on the lawn. <laughs> I don't know what he said, but it's, it's safe to assume the person mowing asked a couple to stop. And instead of stopping, they got angry about being interrupted and starting throwing rocks at the person. Cops called, but it sounds like the couple was gone by the time they arrived because the police say the case is, quote, under investigation. It's a whole new meaning to get off my lawn. I'm saying it. As long as they... Nice, man. Listen, as long as the we'll couple see you guys says... Tomorrow. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. So, this is your lot? I'm so uh, sorry. sorry. I'm so Here's sorry. Here's a hockey stick. <laughs> For the record, I don't, I don't know the ages of any of these people who were caught having sex in the lawn, but... <laughs> <laughs> What's the blues connection to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan? Anybody know? 
Uh, we had a blues player from there. Well, that's where the blues were going to move to. That's where they almost moved to. Oh, for real? In, uh, oh, yeah. 82. Yeah, 82 or something. I don't know that. Zagal <laughs> from Saskatchewan, Canada. That's today's headline who? Sorry. 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 Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Trailer Park Boys show. I mean, it's it's Canadian. It's a Canadian show. So, I mean, the accents are thick. Yeah. There are some thick Canadian accents. One of our one of our buddies just sent us a picture that I get, they used to do like a, a live show where they would come to Stiefel and they would basically it wasn't a stage show but it was kind of a stage show. Right. And uh, he just sent a picture with all of them and I said, "Are they as awesome as they would seem?" And he said, "They never once broke character." Oh, really? They never once broke character. Leahy acted drunk, and they all were. Uh, Mister Leahy's dead. Yeah, unfortunately, he died. Bummer. Yeah. Um, some food news, real quick. Um, you know, wings, uh, chicken wings, are are quite expensive. They made there's the shortage. Yeah, shortage of chicken wings. So Wingstop, which I've never been to. Who's been? You've been to Wingstop, right, Moon? Yeah, quite a I bit. love Wingstop. Many, many a times. Yes. There's none near my house. I would love to go to Wingstop. Yeah, not near my house. But they're launching a new offshoot business called Thigh Stop that sells uh, chicken thighs instead of wings. Great. Chicken thighs are awesome. They'd rather have the thighs that, than the wings. I'm my wife brought up a good. My wife brought up a good question yesterday about the wing shortage in America. How come there's a shortage of that, but there's plenty of thighs? Because more people because are people, ordering or, the wings. Yeah, because there's places that like you can't call into a pizza joint and get a large pizza and a pound of thighs. Okay. They only sell wings. Yeah, they just sell the drums and the flats. It's, yeah. They usually come in a bag. Wingstop actually starting last year were selling thighs. And they were, and I ordered them, and they were awesome. Mostly because I'm a fan of the, the dark meat. So they were awesome. There was like a dry rub. It was crispy. It was absolutely fantastic. You know, darker the meat, the this. sweeter the treat. Oh. Yeah. That's, uh, that's probably the old where, adage. That's probably why I'm doing this, because it was so popular, Tone. Well, now it's yeah. now it's thigh stop. And uh, I, I know in our house, like, we rarely make chicken breast. Like, we'd, we just do the, the chicken thighs. Yeah, we do tenderloins and a lot of the, a lot of the wings. So nationwide ch- uh, wings, uh, wing shortage Great. and wholesale prices are three times what they were a year ago. Damn. But uh, big meaty thighs are still abundant and, and half mm. the price. So that's next, why they're doing it. Next thing will be breast stop, right? <laughs> you start that On one, my Jeff. way. Jeff, you can't, breast stop. You can't actually go to a thigh stop restaurant. They're, they're running mm. it as a, a virtual ghost kitchen. So. so you have to go to thighstop.com or through DoorDash. Then Wingstop does the cooking. It's it's more of a marketing thing sure. than a real restaurant, and the menu's pretty simple. Just just thighs, boneless thighs, and all the same flavors Wingstop has. And the CEO of Wingstop admits it might be a hard sell at first because thighs aren't as popular as the wings, as the breasts. But he thinks that that can change, and says thighs just don't get the appreciation they deserve. I'm telling you, chicken thighs are way better than chicken breasts. I'm telling you, way better, yep. juicier. Yep. Um, when you overcook chicken breast, it becomes dry immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thighs and the dark meat, man, you got a little more give there. Yeah. Yeah, the flavor's better, too. I think uh, Rick Ross is doing the uh, thigh stop commercials. Nobody moves more wings than the boss Rick Ross and wing stop. But now that there's a national wing shortage, guess you're done hustling. Huh, Rick? Nah, we doing thighs. <laughs> The hustle continues with Thigh Stop. All the flavors you love, now on Thighs. Nah, we doing Thighs. Rick Ross has the best-looking beard. 
Oh, that beard is pretty impressive. It's so, like, black and well manicured. Shiny. It's it's gorgeous. Dense. Yeah. It's dense. <laughs> so they do they do the boneless thighs with all the same sauces yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they do. Uh, 7-Eleven is celebrating a free Slurpee Day, officially known as 7-Eleven Day, the entire month of July in honor of the company's uh, 94th anniversary birthday. Uh, customers, I guess you have to be seven rewards loyalty app members to get the free small Slurpee. So starting on July 1st, it'll give each loyalty member a coupon on their account, which is redeemable throughout the month. Along with the redeemable coupon, 7-Eleven is uh, also introducing a number of month-long deals. You'll be able to snag another small Slurpee or grab any grill item for a dollar each. On July 11th, the store will be uh, will be also offering a colorful birthday cake donut for 50 cents. Hmm. And for those still not comfortable leaving the house, the company is providing free delivery for any order during the birthday weekend, July 10th and 11th. Even when I was a soda guy, I wasn't a cola guy necessarily, except for Dr. Pepper. Is that a cola? I mean, I guess that's a... Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, except for Dr. Pepper, I really wasn't a cola guy. But, man, those Slurpee and Icy Cola flavors are the best. Yeah, they're good times. So good. Yeah, I'm a fan. I used to go do the uh, the old 7-Eleven down the street from where you used to live. On, by the uh, bowling alley and the driving range there at uh, Darty Ferry. No, oh, Dirty oh, Ferry, Ferry and Big Bend, yeah. There's an old 7-Eleven there. I used to go there on the bike all the time. I'd just sit there on the curb and eat a, eat a Slurpee. Or drink a Slurpee. Slurpee. They used to, you know, they let you do the Coke and then the cherry and then the uh, pepper. Yeah. And that. It was fantastic. Didn't you say that's like your family's uh, sick frozen treat? Frozen Coke. Yeah, that's, yeah, the frozen Coke is the family's sick treat. If somebody's, if there's something wrong, whether it's physical or emotional, you go get one of those Love and it. everything's good. <laughs> All right, one final thing before we, uh, before we hit the last break. Uh, America, what is our favorite vegetable? The annual, the annual survey at America's vegetable. Favorite Vegetables uh, just came out. And what is number one again? Broccoli tomato. or tomato. green beans? Tomato. Do you say tomatoes? Yep. I say tomato. Oh. Tomatoes. What do you say, Moon? <laughs> no, you don't. I'm, I'm going to guess green beans. Green beans. Broccoli? I would say broccoli or green beans. Uh, I need an answer. Broccoli. Broccoli is number one again. All right. <laughs> Do you see how I got that right, Whatever, guys? Dude. We just learned yesterday. Yeah. We were talking about all the vegetables that were uh, man-made hybrids. Yeah, I, I said that yesterday, just in passing. I was like, I can't believe that broccoli was made by man. Like, it is not a thing that it's just a, grew. It's a hybrid thing. But uh, if, if potatoes were not an option. If if they were, French fries would top the list of favorite vegetables. For sure. <laughs> every year until the end of time. But, yeah, broccoli's number one. But could its reign at the top be coming to an end soon? It's It's the number one vegetable in 30 different states. So it's still broccoli still dominates with more than half the country, but the overall number of people who say it's their favorite is down 23% since 2019. What's given uh, broccoli a run this year? Cauliflower. Carrots. Carrots, Carrots mm. are booing for some reason, with five times more people saying it's their favorite compared to two years ago. Hmm. So in, in Missouri and Illinois, we are we are broccoli states. I mean... Tried and true broccoli, broccoli states. I love broccoli. Yeah. I found those, uh, Those uh, I was telling you guys off the air yesterday, those Tom Z tomatoes. I found those. I can't wait for you guys to try them. Oh, little tiny. Little tiny. Little, little, little tiny little tomatoes. tomatoes. They're called the starburst of the tomato family. They're little so tiny, fantastic. cutesy tomatoes. Yeah. Huh? Oh, they're so good. I know this is weird, but since they've started reissuing new Bugs Bunny cartoons, do you think that has anything to do with the oh, influence? Because <laughs> that's what started the carrot craze originally. 
Mm. It made it super popular uh, back in the day was Bugs Bunny. Maybe, uh, maybe. I'm not going to discount that, Scott. Okay. Mm, What's that will. back? All right, we'll take uh, one final break. We'll come back and wrap it's up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. If you missed anything on the program, you could uh, hit up the blog or the podcast. All there for you, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? You can check out everything that we covered on the show today, including a couple that was caught doing it on somebody's lawn while the owner was mowing. We got that in Hoosh. We got Riz News, crap on celebrities, all sorts of stuff, including uh, <laughs> a couple could not agree on a baby name, and a judge had to make the decision. A judge ended up naming this kid, and some people still aren't calling the uh, the, the kid by its now legal name. Um there's a St. Louis Cash Quest. It's a contest that has $10,000 grand prize going on. It's kind of one of those geocaching sort of treasure hunt. you got to check that out. And a man finds a diamond for an engagement ring at a uh, at a state park that's not too far from here. Get the details, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Follow us on our socials at Riz Show. And then, of course, the podcast that's on all podcast directories today. It's titled The Brain with the Electric. Mm. <laughs> figure, uh, figure out where that's from. Uh, Jeff, your hat yeah, these people are amazing. Uh, this week's hat sponsor is Together Credit Union. And again, they don't have anything on the hat. They just put Wheezy, my dog, on the hat and her name and uh, to make me happy all this week. They went to 1057thepoint.com slash hats and donated to Kids Rock Cancer. Uh, so, and you can do the same thing as well. And, uh, th- I mean, it, there was a post on Instagram yesterday, and they replied to it saying, we would all be happier if we all walked around with hats with animals on them. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And they just posted something on Twitter as well. So thank you very much to uh, Together Credit Union. Well, you have a, you have a chance to uh, sponsor Jeff's hat. Just mm-hmm. go to 1057thepoint.com slash hats uh, for a donation to Kids Rock Cancer. You got uh, it. You get your business or whatever. Whatever you want. On yeah. Jeff's head. You got it. So we're sponsoring Jeff's head. Mm-hmm. For a good cause. For a very good cause, And uh, yes. quite a bit of money has been raised for uh, Kids Rock Cancer. Yeah, absolutely. Including, I want to shout out our, our, our friend and insurance agent, Tracy Bibb, who's now doing this month the quote for the cure. So every quote she gives out, she's making a donation to Kids Rock Cancer. And that's awesome. all you have to do is a quote. She, that's I it. heard no, her yesterday uh, no talking about it. No obligation to quote. None whatsoever. And she actually texted me and said, I wish I could be doing more for you guys. I think about you and Tony all the time. So oh, that's awesome. Great person. And she's doing something as well. So that's thank so you to Tracy. from the uh, Bibb Agency. Uh, Tracy Bibb at Allstate Insurance. Yep. All right, fellas, anything else? Mm, okay, that's, that's it. it. Then we leave you with a selection from our team. Remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville. Visit thecopperfire.com. Tim Smith from St. Louis is the team. Yeah, Tim. Tim. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.